Well, hello, hello, and welcome to your favorite podcast, Comics and Collectibles in the Crawl Space. As usual, I'm your host, your fourth favorite podcaster, Kevin, and I have two other amazing gentlemen with me today. We're actually short one, but we got a new start with a new great guy. Patrick, say hello. Hi, guys. And then, and then I've got a request as far as an intro is concerned for the final and one of the most important guests of the show. Here's Johnny. Hey, Kevin. Thanks for having me. <laughs> How did I nail that? What's up? Yeah, you did. That was really good. All right, guys. I didn't even think about that. I literally just remembered it in the last second there. <laughs> and then obviously we're short Mike. Yeah. Mike Mike works for a landscape company and it is snowing in Virginia. So he's headed to work to deal with snow plowing. I think he's 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 important enough, man. He's not actually doing the work. He's uh, just in charge of making sure it gets done. So he has to be there. So uh, I think he, he does get out there and do it sometimes, though. I don't know when that happens, though. But anyway, that aside, you said you're getting some weather up there tomorrow, too? Well, it's supposed to start this afternoon. Huh. Yeah, it was a beautiful morning, but it's supposed to hit the fan soon. For a substantial amount of time? Yeah. Like four hours. Yeah, it's supposed to be like 6 to 12 inches. Oh, so you're going to get what we had before. We're supposed to, I guess, get five inches today or something, but it's not supposed to be real bad. Yeah. And 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 my wife was just telling me that people are bitter that we, you know, she's, she works for the school system now, so they don't have to work tomorrow already because of Martin Luther King's day. Yeah, yeah. And they don't think the snow is going to be residual enough to give them another day off on Tuesday. But, man, I'm ready to get back to work anyway. I'm done with this. I got to get back on, on lawns. I'm, I'm actually not done – with my 2021 season yet. The snow hit right before Christmas. But anyway, uh, so to the podcast. So, um, yeah, I don't, I, I don't know. I've got this awesome setup right now in front of me, but literally all of it is moot because everything's just on my phone. So I don't, I don't know how this is going to sound, how it's going to look and stuff, but we'll see. Uh, maybe when uh, maybe when someone else has some time to put it on their laptop and try to figure out how it converts from one to the other, that'd be great. It sounds good to me. I mean, I don't know how to add all the fancy stuff that I have on my on the on the you know desktop version. It's got like all kinds of fancy added stuff you can add. I don't know how to do all that with with uh, my phone. What it's just fancy really stuff basic. do you add, Kev? You know, like that music. <laughs> oh, that's I saw it on my phone. You did? Uh-huh. Okay. Anyway, okay. All right, enough of the enough of the riffraff talk. Let's get to important business. Anybody got any ideas for the show today? I've got a few. Well well Mike had some notes, I think. It was Mike, yeah. Oh, great. Yeah. He's not here, so I don't have those notes. Do you have his notes? Oh. He yeah, because he sent them on the text. Well, which ones are you talking about? He he, he has handwritten notes. Uh, 
Well, since we're using my phone for the podcast, I can't refer to that. Can you? Yeah, yeah. I can't. I can't read all of it. Um, oh, so like, we could talk about the action comics number one, the the uh, the rocket thing sticker or uh, stamp oh, on it right. that went for uh, three million. Yeah, eighty thousand dollars. You know, I don't have a whole lot of feedback on that one. Do you? Well, I mean, it's not exactly like the highest ever sold. You know? Uh-huh. Yeah. I, I just think uh, my, my take on it is this, is that I, I keep hearing people say that Spider-Man is more popular or like the, you know, Amazing Fantasy 15's better than action comics or more collectible than action comics, number one, uh-huh. because right now it holds the record right for the, for the highest sale, uh, to which I... Uh, continuously point out that that was a 9.6 there is no 9.6 of action comics number one um and the the highest uh the highest the the highest action comics number one that exists is 9.0 and there's two of them and one hasn't sold since i'm gonna have to look it up when the last time one sold was but it, it was a long time ago okay what i'm saying is a 9.0 if it sold today, would more than likely crush that Amazing Fantasy 15 that is a 9.6. Okay, gotcha. It's a lower grade, and it would go for more. So as far as the argument is concerned, you're saying Action Comics wins out. Oh, yeah. It's just a more important comic. Yeah, I can, I can agree with that. I thought we were going to talk about the whole rocket stamp on there and the significance. I, of that. I assumed he wanted to talk about that, but I don't know. Yeah, it has a rocket stamp on it. I just don't know uh, where he was going with it, where he wants to talk about it, basically. Yeah, I don't know anything about that rocket stamp. Well, since so we're talking you, about stamps, though, in general, you know, Patrick, you weren't with us whenever we were talking about the date stamps and all that. Did you want to? I think you did kind of tell us personally, but you know our millions of listeners are dying to know what someone else thinks as well. Uh, right. What do you What do you think of the stamps on the on the covers and stuff? Um, I, the only thing I have an issue with is it's it's hard for me to wrap my head around how it does not affect grade. I mean, I I know it's understood, you know, that they did this. It was a, it was a common thing back then, uh-huh. but you know, it, it's sort of like I guess my brain dealing in absolutes where. That's something that's, you know, it's, it's a defect in the comic in my eyes in a way. Right, um, right. It, but I understand where other people are coming from. Like, Mike seems to really like it, you know. And I, and yeah. I think he was really, he, he, he thought that this rocket stamp was a, was a cool little thing. And it yeah. seems like, it's, it, and, I, and then my question to Mike was, we were wondering if this kid, when he was buying his comics, he stamped everything. Or it was just, just so happened that he stamped this one issue this one action comics and actually it was interesting that the auction included the actual stamp i thought that was kind of cool oh i didn't read that the the actual stamp that actually stamped the stamper that stamped the book gotcha okay yeah Uh, that's interesting (laughs) i wonder how much that kind of upped the value or not (laughs) yeah it might have helped it just it's crazy for me too to wrap my head around a 6.0 going for you know such a high value there 
Well, that's the only thing I can wrap my mind around because I agree with you with everything else you said. But I think any, I think no matter what condition it is, if you've got a full, a complete intact, you know, action comics or amazing fantasy or any of those, you, you know, they're 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 just going to be super crazy valuable. I I I obviously I think we'd all agree. I'd, we'd love to have one in regards to the condition if we could afford it. We'd pay whatever it took to get it. That's kind of how I feel about it, at least. Action yes. is so much rarer than AF fifteen, and I agree with John. It it it, it is the book. You know, it's, yeah, it's the yeah. start of the superhero comics. You know, yeah, no, I agree with that too. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm going to retract the date stamp thing. I'm not. I'm not 100. Patrick, did you know about the date stamps not affecting value? Because after we talked about that. Because I, I always thought that was the case. Like, I was always told that was the case. But then I saw a video uh, that somebody did. I think Mint Hunter, Mint Hunter Collector, or Mint Hunter, uh, did one about how it does decrease. Oh, really? From, from CGC, yeah. But okay. he was mostly, he's mostly seemed to be talking about store stamps. And I, I don't consider those the same thing at all. Like, a store stamp on, like, a modern free comic book day comic... I, I don't want, I don't want those either, you know. But a date stamp right. on a 1945 comic, assuming it's you know, like like it, you know, it, it depends on how straight it is, where the placement is, you know, how much it will affect grade or whatever. But he, he he seemed to all his examples seemed to be, from what I remember, were more like store stamps than date stamps. Yeah, the ironically. Stores- Sorry, sorry. Ironically, yeah, he put that video out like right after that podcast that we did. Oh, really? like, oh maybe, maybe I'm wrong about that, but I always, I always uh, was. Well, they probably listened to ours and wanted to correct you. That's probably what happened. It, it, you might be right. You might be right. He's probably a fan. <laughs> because yeah, I pushed back on you immediately because I think your point was as to why it doesn't affect grade was because then it, they'd all be low grade because they all had it or something. Yeah. Like that. <laughs> well, that is because that is the case with certain things. Like, so, so some books, there just are no, like, again, action comics, number one, the highest grade is nine. There is no 9.2. There's no 9.4, you know? Right. Um, but, but there are certain defects, uh, defects in, in books uh, that, and I, I can't name any for you offhand, but that, that are like a, like a common defect that they, they are aware of that's it, you know, on like the entire print run. That they'll oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. they'll yeah. give them forgiveness for that. Right, right. Even though it is a defect, like you could say, well, there just shouldn't be a high grade of that one. Yeah. yeah I can understand it with, uh, with, with that though, because then it's kind of, all of them from the manufacturer. I felt like the defense you were giving it when you first mentioned the date stamps didn't qualify because it wasn't technically all of them. You were just arguing that it was so many of them. It was a majority of them, but it was after the fact. So that's why it didn't change it for me, you know, but, but yeah, it, it, but might, that, it might well have been all of them for a certain period of time. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. So anyway, I wanted to do a new thing. Did, 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 do you have anything else you want to say about that too, Patrick? <clears throat> uh, no. I have another. We, if we want to circle back around, I have another auction 
discussion. Okay. But go ahead go with ahead. what you were. Gonna, you want to go ahead with what you were planning there, Kevin? And I can okay, yeah, because this is just real short. Okay, because um, I just wanted to do this. I, I want to play a quote. Okay, and then because I because I have when I post the podcast, you know, I don't know whether you you all have noticed. Uh, Mike's the only one that seems to be participating, and I just don't know whether you guys knew or not. But you can actually. Go to the after you listen to the podcast. Go to the bottom, I think, and and it's got questions and and kind of uh, participating in the discussion kind of forum things on there. I add. Have you guys seen those? Nah, I, I yeah, heard yeah. you guys. I thought I saw some discussion about that, but when I tried to look for it, I couldn't find it. So I'm not. I have to look closer. I guess. Yeah. So I was just thinking about playing a quote, or, or not even play. I'm gonna I'm gonna play a scene. From miscellaneous things. Today it's a movie. And then I'm going to, you know, add that as the thing afterwards to, you know, what is what was that scene from? Okay. So don't reveal when you hear this, okay? Are you, You're actually going to play it? Yeah, I'm going to play it right now. Uh, you ready? You, you guys probably won't know this anyway, so, you know. How dare you? <laughs> Okay, so what movie was that from? But you're I, not. I couldn't even yet. hear it. Oh, you couldn't? Could you hear Patrick? It was kind of rough. Yeah. Oh man. Just say the quote, Kev. <laughs> it's got to be acted out. It's really, it's really lame unless it's acted. Here, let, me, let me try again. Let me try again. Act it out, Kev. No, no. Let me try again. <laughs> oh. That's, that sounds terrible. It does? Okay. Yeah. All right. I'll, I'll figure out a different way to do it. I was just I'm trying to act use it out. Do it. <laughs> no, no. Um, so because maybe you guys can't hear it as well as my microphone can hear it and it'll actually record in there. So we'll just leave it as is. It probably sucks though for anybody that's listening. Sorry. I'll do it. All right. So <laughs> I want to work on something like that though. I'll do a quote and then you can just make this the thing this week. Okay. Go ahead. Do it. Uh, this town needs an enema. This town needs an enema. Okay. That's a quote. Uh, gotcha. Yep. Do you want to give some kind of... Uh... No. No, okay. people will know what I bet. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm really bad at movie quotes, but I think I know that. Okay. Yeah, I think I think I know it as well. So we'll talk about it when we're done. So, okay. Okay. Enough of that debacle. Sorry, uh, Patrick. Uh, <laughs> what do you got about the... Uh... The other action. big... the uh, Yeah, the other big auction action this week was... Secret Wars, number eight, page 25, the original art. So oh, I saw that too. Sold for $3,360,000. It's so crazy, right? Unbelievable. <laughs> I don't believe art sales at all. What do you mean? Well, they. I feel like um, the art world is a, is a strange world, and it, it sort of connects to any kind of collectibles, but... Uh, I think there's a lot of shady things that go on with that. 
Uh, it, a lot art, of times, art, art in general, I think you're correct. Yeah, 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 yeah. A lot of times, the auction sites they sell it to themselves. Just to what? To just draw my up interest in it, just like and you know, just yeah, because now it's a now people think like oh. Uh, you know, Mike Zeckler's going for three million dollars or whatever. You know, uh, really high, high-end sort of uh, key appearance stuff is going for that much. Yeah, it's, it's. I just don't trust it. And just maybe, just for, maybe it's real, but I, I know just, that there's been situations before, like all those really high video game sales that you've been hearing lately. Yeah, they're they're selling it to themselves. That's what I was going to ask. Why do you think that's uh, specific to the art world as opposed to just kind of no? I said it's sale? no. I did. I said it. Well, it's been going on in the art world far longer. But yeah, any any kind of uh, you know, I, I I from what I understand, like Heritage is pretty big into doing that, selling it to themselves for okay. record highs, and then they get the headlines because of those <laughs> record highs, and then it draws interest in it, and people are like, "Wow, these are really worth something." And they still own it. <laughs> okay, what, uh, what, uh, and I, and I'm just kind of questioning you for the sake of kind of being devil's advocate here. What's making you question it to think that what, what uh, has there been corrupt cases you've heard about that are factually that happened that people got caught and that's why you know this or you just instinctually feel it? What's making you say this? You know, I've seen I've seen videos on it. And they just express themselves like you, that they just have a feeling as well, or there's some kind of factual evidence. Again, they I'm did, not trying to be a they, jerk. I'm just trying to, you know. They did research on it, and hmm. I, evidently you can look up who, who the buyers and the sellers are, and it's like the same people. Uh, that sucks. I'll, 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 I'll show you some links to it later. I don't want to say too much because this is like I don't want to get sued. But <laughs> gotcha. uh, okay. alleged, allegedly, this is uh, what I understand yeah, in the case. Okay. And same question for you, Patrick. You seem to uh, kind of have heard that as well. I well, I don't have any experience with it. Yeah, you. I've always kind of heard like there's there's a lot of shadiness just in the art world in general, you know, as far as sales go. But you know, sort of a wealthy person. Uh, it's like it's like old the, the way art is sort of like the old uh, cryptocurrency. It's like it it just has value because. They say it has value, and right. it's sort of a way for rich people to hold on to value. Mm -hmm. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And just for background, this this was also this was another heritage auction. Yeah, uh, like the Action Comics number one. Uh, and just you know, for the millions of listeners out there, if, if they don't know, this is the the like it's like a three quarter splash page of when the symbiote costume overtake spider-man so it's sort of in continuity it's the first appearance of that the black it's the, it's the very moment of the first appearance yeah yeah right um i'm glad you i'm glad you said that patrick too because uh that was something i said we we definitely want to kind of i think over explain things whenever we're talking about anything especially when i've talked to the people that are listening that aren't exactly comic book people and stuff they don't right. can we explain what the symbiote is well, yeah, maybe it's we should like, do that. It's yeah, it's the it's the black alien suit that Venom now wears. That Spider-Man originally wore, right? That yeah. Spider-Man originally wore, yeah. 
everybody, well, I shouldn't say everybody, but most people are just aware of what Spider-Man looks like in a black costume. That's how it kind of originated, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, see, I, I'm not interested in any of that at any price, honestly. Um, I, I can't, at least at this point in my fandom or whatever, I can't think of anything that I'd want that I'd want to frame and hang up or anything. I'm, I'm not in that realm at all. Do you guys, I, I know you've, I've seen you buy a few of those, right, Patrick? Yeah, I have, I have quite a bit of original art, including, including original pages. And they all mounted or they filed or what? No, nah, they're mo almost everything's in portfolios. The only thing I have hanging on my walls is the original art, for Starman number 89 by James Robinson. Uh-huh. And actually the arts the books by James Robinson but the arts Andrew Robinson, no relation. That was a that was a huge splurge at the time. Okay. Not and nothing nothing comes close to to what I've spent on original art as I as I've I spent on that cover. It would just it that book meant a lot to me. And that cover sort of encompassed like the whole run and themes of fathers and sons. And it just, I couldn't believe it was still available. And I just jumped on it and my wife got it framed for me as a gift. So it was all, it's cool. So that is pretty awesome. Yeah. And yeah, I'm not, I'm not, of course, dogging. I, you know, I don't, I don't really like to dog anybody liking anything. I mean, it's all just, you know. Uh, whatever your perspective of what you like is it's just for me personally it, I, I just haven't for for the way you're kind of describing why you wanted that I just haven't experienced that with anything that the original art would do it for me any more than obviously a reprint or obviously the you know comic or whatever you know the case may be do you have anything like that John? I do not but I did I did I can't remember who it was that I went to school with that had I think two pages from uh, Jim Lee's Uncanny X-Men, the one with um, Captain America and Black Widow. Okay. That issue, it's which yeah. is like, those must be worth a fortune. Oh, yeah. I bet. Because that was back in 92. And, you know, they were new, like fairly new at the time. You know, it's really, it's really interesting we're talking about this because I was uh, sitting down with my wife and talking to and my kids talking to them about just some kind of ideas to what we could talk about today. And one of the things she asked me, and it, it didn't really come up as an idea per se, but it, it was just a, a question she had for me, but it was kind of in regards to this. She was asking me, she's like, is there any just painters, any just artists that just do art and then just sell it? And, you know, I was like, well, you know, talking about how, you know, you can get the original artwork from the comics and stuff like that. But, you know, I don't think there's anybody that I'm aware of, but I'm, I'm the worst person to ask this anyway. That's why I'm asking you guys that is literally just a painter in kind of geek culture that just paints. And that's what they do. They just paint, you know, superheroes or whatever the case may be in any geek culture. And that's that's their thing. Not comic books, not not books even, not anime, you know, movies, anything. Just they're painters. Are you aware of any that are like that? 
I mean, I know they exist. They they're all over Instagram. Yeah, and uh, go on eBay. You, you'll find there's yeah. people out there selling their artwork that don't get published. You know, they just do it for income. Kevin, I was I was that guy for a while. I was gonna say <laughs> that. Yeah. What did you do? What did you do again? Remind me. I, I was selling just artwork that was like based on comic book stuff. That was just you drawing it or whatever, and then you sold it. That was it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. So I guess that would qualify. But I, I think yeah. her question and was I more can say it was me. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I, but I, I think the way I took her question was there anyone like big like you'd know you know that but they just do that. You know, like, obviously, she's heard the names that I've said around her a million times, you know, Todd McFarlane, Jack Kirby, stuff like that. And, but she's like, is there any just painters that just basically do what you what you guys are saying, but that are big names, but that's all they did. You know, that kind of thing, you know. Like the Picasso of the comic book or superhero realm, you know, kind of whatever, you know. Cat, are, Patrick, do you remember the name of the guy who was like a pop pop art guy who would just take like a panel from a comic and blow it up real big and... Yeah. Paint all the dots and everything. Uh, Lickstein? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's the only one I could think of. I mean, if that's sort of what you're talking about. Like, okay. he was huge, and, and he just he would just literally, like, take basic, like, like just blow it up. Like, he would take a panel from a old comic book, and blow it up real it. big, and paint it exactly, like, pretty much exactly, you know, as close as he kind of could. Sometimes there he would a, change, change the words in it help. and stuff. Oh, oh. And he would draw the dots, like the, the dots that they used for the old uh, four-color system. You know, it was dots. Gotcha. When they, when they when they had the newsprint, yeah. Okay. The, That's you know pretty what I'm talking <laughs> Yeah, yellow I, and red make orange or whatever. So, like, there'd be the yeah, little I have red no dots. I'm not an artist. No, I have no idea. No, it, it doesn't have anything to do with art. It has to do with comic books. In comic books. Okay. When they wanted to make orange, for instance, it would be yellow. If you look at it close on the old newsprint ones, uh-huh. with little little dots of red, that would make it orange. Yeah. No, I wasn't aware of that. You're, you know what? That's going to be have another be another link or something. You're going to have to share with me to show them what the heck you're talking about. Just open up a comic book, Kev. It's in all of them. like all all the old comics that you had when you were a kid. Like it was in yeah. all of them. That's how they colored. They there was no, there was only four colors. Right, and you can sometimes see you, you'll you'll notice it like the plates would shift or something, and you'll see where the the coloring was off. Okay, yeah, I have to look at it. Okay, I'll do that then. Yeah, interesting. Yeah, it's, it's yeah, it's on like all the old newsprint comics before, like basically like before the image age, and they started using the fancy paper. Okay. Uh, and computer coloring and stuff. The old the old comics all have that. So anyway, he would when he would blew it up, he would he would actually paint each individual dot. Doing it that way. Yeah. Gotcha. And you said his name was Lichstein, Patrick. Yeah, I mean he's you know I, I don't know a lot about him, but I, I know a lot of artists, especially comic book artists, get on him because you know he's basically just ripping existing artists off. He's sort of uh-huh. like. I, you know, I, I kind of would describe him as Andy Warhol-ish. I would say too, yeah. You know, where he Pop just, he, he takes something, repurpose it, you know, and, and be considered a an artist, you know, an artiste. Well, I, that's what my question was going to be, is there's no distinction? Like, if I showed you any of this guy's stuff, would you think it was, like, if he took something Jim Lee did 
and did this, would there be any distinction? You'd be able to tell with Schlickstein instead of Jim Lee's? Bigger. Yeah. Just bigger? That's the only way? <laughs> what if there <laughs> nah, was no concept of the size of what well, I'm looking he, at? He didn't do anything so complex. He would do the simple ones, like from the 40s, right. 50s. If, real, if you, saw, real if you saw one of his paintings, you would probably recognize it, Kevin. Okay. All right. Interesting. Okay. Well, that that's good. Now, now my now my wife knows, and now I've learned something too. So I appreciate it. Yeah. I'm gonna literally work on that as soon as we're uh, we're done as well. I need to. I feel embarrassed that I didn't know this because it seems like it's so obvious. So I apologize. Yeah, they used to talk about them all the time. Yeah, like like Patrick saying, like artists sort of tend to have a, a, like comic book artists, like the old old guard uh, artists always felt ripped off by them. I guess you know. Sure. Yeah, d- done wrong by him. So we, we used to talk about him at, at school a lot, like whether or not he was legitimate. I always I always argue that he was because he took something. I mean, like, um, for instance, if I if I was doing a painting of a building, that uh-huh. building already exists. I didn't invent the building. Right. Well, that's I a didn't little design yeah. the building. Yeah. No, it's it's not really Kev, Kev because he would take something that was like one little panel, blow well, know, it up but... real big. Cha- it changes the it it changes it. No, I, I get what you're saying. I'm just saying that's a little different because it's a building, which is a structure versus a painting. He's actually painting some somebody, and that's in essence, he's 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 painting art. You know, you know what I mean. You know, I, I, I do, know, really. I do, I do. Yeah. But again, again, it would be like. Um, you know, he, he's reproducing it in a way that changes the layout and changes the format. Yeah, okay. It, which which changes the whole thing, in my opinion. That's why you you think it's legit still, yeah. What, yeah, do you I think, think it's, it's legit? legit. You think it's legit, Patrick? I mean, it, it's all what you consider an artist, I guess. I, 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 he is an artist, but not, you know, Yeah. not my... I like it. I like that, and I like Andy Warhol. Like, I know you just got to take Marilyn Monroe, make her four different colors, but it worked for me. It's art. Yeah. Did he have any original art, do you know? Uh, I'm sure he did at some point, but n- nothing. That was his famous stuff. Oh, okay. Hey, um, so I'm looking at my own notes for the podcast today, too. So, Johnny, I wanted to remind you to take notes. Oh, wow. I, okay. <laughs> we're, only two, we're only two topics in, so you're good. Okay. Okay. Um, so here's another new complication with the phone. Okay. So the phone lets you record to an hour. The desktop only lets you record to a half an hour. We're over a half an hour now. Do we like to, do we want to kind of keep things the same? And I end it now so I can add a commercial in between this and then we restart again. Or do you want it to go to an hour where we just have a commercial at an hour? You know what I'm saying? I don't care. <laughs> Patrick, do you care? I think, it, I think it should be up to the uh, fourth favorite podcaster. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, okay, we'll just let it go for an hour today because um, I didn't get any original uh, commercials, so it's going to be a retread I, anyway. I do want to say this about the commercials. Okay. Um, last week's commercial, do you remember what it was? Yes, I do. I called that number and their voicemail was full. So, Ugh. oh uh, man, you might 
I, I don't know if you have a way of contacting your because probably because everybody's been calling because they heard it on this podcast. Yeah, but it's uh, it's it, it's out of Salem, Ohio. It, well, it's paid advertising, so they just pay me to put it on there. I I don't I, I can't really control that part, you know. Right. But. I feel like they're missing out on business. <laughs> right. Gotcha. I'll 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 definitely let them know. Yeah. Well, well, they'll hear this too, so they'll know. So hopefully they'll get on top of it. So. Yeah. Again, it's it's yeah Salem, Ohio. That number takes you to. Mm. Strange. Their voicemail is full. Uh, amazingly, their voicemail is full. Okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm sure they weren't getting any calls until it was heard on this podcast. Yeah, yeah. So, um, the next thing I want to talk about is fan-made trailers and videos. Well, unless someone else wanted to, they had another idea they wanted to go to right now. I, I don't care about the order of any of this. I just have oh, a small, care. small thing on original art that, that okay. this discussion. Okay. Uh, the sale of the Secret Wars page. Oh, um, okay, yeah. Yeah, this, and I've I've heard this before. I'm not sure how I feel about it, but you know, a lot of people question when something sells like this in the secondary market, should the original artists get some kind of a cut? I well, have I'm a, not. I have an okay, opinion. Okay, go ahead. No, I don't think so. I don't think so. Okay, I don't. I don't. I don't think so in general either. How about you, Patrick? That's sort of the way I feel, but it, yeah. it's. I know it, it's tough. You know, it, you, you look at the history of original art, where they literally used to just trash the stuff. You know, they've already been paid for it to create it. Yeah. Uh, now they get it back and they can sell it. They've sold it once. You know how? You know how are you supposed to? You know consider future sales and whether they should get a cut on down the line. If, uh, they I, they I, also I, get they also get paid every time it's reprinted. Sure. Yeah. I I but, don't think they sold it. It's not theirs anymore. They don't own it. They could have. I know. Saved it. I know. It's it's just I don't know. I, I think you know you, you sit there and think about Mike Zach seeing this sale of his oh, sure. for three million dollars, and you, you you gotta you gotta wonder what he's thinking. You know. Well, I mean, I could say that about the the second guy that owned it. True. You know, yep. the second guy who owned it might have sold it for three hundred dollars. I don't know. You know. Well, Mike's the original artist, though, so that's why Patrick sent him making that point. Yeah, it's, regardless right, of but, the piece, it's yeah. Right, but but like what I'm saying is like he sold it for whatever price he wanted to sell it for, as did the second owner. I don't know if maybe the guy who just made three million dollars is the second owner, but I doubt it. Right? Yeah, yeah. So so like that guy loses out too. He owned it one time. I'm sure, he's kicking himself as well. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I, no. I yeah. And all, NFTs all are trying to do that, and I I don't see I don't see that as being a good thing at all. Would you say I kind of talked over you there? Would you I say said that? NFT nfts are like that okay so like if somebody makes an nft yeah, yeah. every time it trades hands the original artist gets a cut of it yeah uh, i i don't well I'm, I'm not into nfts anyway but i um those are those are like the bitcoin of art for people who yeah. don't know yeah um you know they're just computer files uh 
which seems yeah. crazy to me on the face of it, by the way, I, anyway. I, I, I agree. We could have a whole discussion on that. So. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. You uh, don't even really own anything. It's like Bitcoin, like you said. Yeah. You know, yeah, you but, don't... but like, but with, with that, you, you literally, okay. So even, okay. You could say, I own this file. Now I own this NFT, but you really don't because the original artist gets a cut every time it changes hands. Mm -hmm. So, so you only owned a percentage of it anyway. So you don't even own the whole thing. You own a percentage of it, right? Because yeah. the, the original artist also owns a percentage of it because again, he gets paid every time it changes hands. Right. Which is why they like it, of course, you know. So the more the more it sells, the actual less percentage the next seller has, basically. Yeah. Um. No. Well, I. Well, yeah, like you're saying, if if the if the original artist gets a piece of it, and it sells to the second person, that person only owns, let's say, ninety nine percent of it, and I don't know what the percentage of the, you know, getting a piece of the payment is. But then when you go to the third person, oh no, the second person doesn't get a piece of it as well for, at that point. Still on the original. Yeah, it would gotcha. still yeah, be, yeah. yeah, say it's yeah. like 90, 10. Like, you know, if yeah. it sold for $100, uh, I would get 90 and the artist would get 10. Then the next person would sell it for also $100. He would get 90, lose 10, and the 10 would go back to the original artist. I don't know what the percentages are, but yeah. Yeah, no, yeah. yeah. You don't own less and less of it, but you never do own it, do you? Right, right. Yeah. If I can't it, sell it for the full value, I don't really own it. Right. Um, the, this brings me to uh, brings to thought um, m the movie industry when when they first, I think they sued. They tried to sue people that were trying to sell or rent movies. You know, when when VHS and you know uh, Betamax and all that yeah. first came out. Yeah, you know, and that's right. that's what made the movie stores kind of boom and blockbuster. Obviously, all that happened because the movie industries were trying to sue them for renting out their property, and and it was settled. And and obviously, the you know the people that wanted to rent videotapes and 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 even music, you know, obviously, what was the original uh, Napster? You know, they went through this. You know, so it's all. I think the way we think, which we all don't think the original artists get a piece of it, has kind of legally gone down, you know, gone through the gambit, you know, and legally we're right, you know. I, I guess, yeah, it's, I think Patrick was asking morally. Oh, you, you were asking, asking morally? Yeah, it's just kind of one of those things where, like, I feel kind of well, bad for Mike Zach in a way. You know? Right, yeah, morally I think that I'm conflicted myself, yeah. But just yeah, just legally it's I think it's that's yeah. the way it should be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure. We're capitalists. Yeah, right. I do yeah. feel a little bit bad for Mike Zach just for other reasons. I don't understand why he doesn't get more work than he does at this point. Yeah. I you can know. say that a lot of the classic artists, unfortunately. Yeah. yeah. I I could I speak to the blockbuster thing real quick though, since you what? brought it up. What is that? I, I guess people probably aren't aware. You know the way the way uh, the the movie companies sort of got around that was when they would release movies. A lot of times back in the days when there were rental places, they would um, you know they would release them for sale sometimes. Yeah. You know, and and you'd pay like twenty bucks for a movie or whatever on VHS. Right. 
if if it was one that was more of an obscure movie or sometimes just a, a pre-release that was only to the rental places, yeah, they they would charge them a ridiculous price for one of yeah, those one copy. Yeah, I heard Blockbuster actually had a hand in that because Blockbusters could afford those high prices, so they kind of were in cahoots with the the movie industry as to which ones to make high price. That's a, you know, I, I watched that Netflix special uh, and they talked about that for a minute that, that they were in cahoots to only get the best stuff because the movie industry would overprice it. So any smaller video stores or whatever couldn't afford it, you know? That's so, interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I know, I know that people would lose their minds if they, lost a video and they would come in because I used to work there and, and, and you'd be like, okay, you owe us uh, $250 or something. You know, they'd be like, what? Like, yeah, I like to it. tell one story. <laughs> um, when I, when I think it was, I think I was a Marine and uh, I bought a, I, the first video cassette I ever bought for my latest fling it was for a birthday present or something. Yeah, I paid like 110 bucks. Yeah, it was ridiculous. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, um, what I started to mention was, uh, which is kind of a good piggyback on the fan-made trailers. We're talking about all this art kind of belonging to people and stuff. And we were talking about fan-made trailers and videos today for a couple reasons. And when I say we, I was talking to my family and I. Uh one is should they be uh, another subject was why is the fan made better than the people that actually have the rights to it sometimes and then lastly why are the fans able to make it in such a way that it fools the actual public as to whether it's legit or not you know what I mean like there's no it doesn't seem like there's a legal distinction of so you have to say okay this is just fan made you know what i'm saying and and sometimes people are fooled especially with trailers you know they'll put out a trailer for you know spider-man 4 or whatever or you know the newest most popular thing and people actually it'll be so good that they'll be fooled that there's a new one coming and it isn't you know that kind of thing you know so we were just talking about uh, why why that is. Does anybody want to chime in on any of that? <laughs> go ahead. You go first. <laughs> so first of all, we were bitter because it has had us all. I've been fooled before, with especially with Star Wars ones. Uh, you know, that it seems so legit that it's coming out. And then unless you do your due diligence to seek and research further you could just be spreading gossip that's misinformation that you know if i'm just telling my friends or whatever and they would just be inclined to believe me that i know what i'm talking about you know basically misinformation spreading in general you know that's the biggest problem i think with uh, high quality fake trailers or whatever you know mm -hmm. and then um the other thing especially ava was mentioning this is like why don't they hire these people if they're so much better than the actual people that work on the legit stuff? And I speculated because I'm not obviously in the business where I know, but I speculated they have 
you know, people on, you know, on payroll already that they hire to do this stuff. They're not willing to put out money to people that are good at it that aren't on the payroll kind of thing. That's the speculation I, I had on it, you know, but in general, I enjoy them, but I definitely understand other people's frustration about them. And then I definitely understand why there should be legal. And we're talking about legal versus ethical practices. They, it seems unethical and it seems like it shouldn't be illegal. I don't know how it happens, you know? So it's, that's where I'm at on it. I don't think it's unethical. I don't think it should be illegal. And people have been hired who did those things. Do you have any examples? I don't know people's names, Kev. I mean, okay. like, it, it was the one guy who did one of the things for a Star Wars thing, and he stuck somebody's head on somebody else's head, and he does, and he did a bunch of them, and he was doing YouTube videos, and he was doing it better than they were doing it in the TV shows, and so they hired him. Huh. But, but I don't know, like, who he is. I mean, he's just, like, one of those people that run by in the credits when you see. But <laughs> I am aware of a YouTuber who did get hired by Disney because he was doing things better than they were. That's interesting. Yeah, I don't need yeah. names. I mean, just in general, I was just wondering whether... Yeah, I, 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 was a, I think it was a Star Wars thing you know i think he had to do with star wars but i i do know that they do look at those things and i think they do use them as talent searches hmm, okay just just like i also know that like people who did fan fiction are getting work in comics now <laughs> okay the same well, same thing right fan fiction is like the same thing right yeah yeah yeah, yeah in essence yeah mm -hmm. yeah where they just re, you know, come up with their own story of a proprietary subject or whatever, you know. Yeah. So, so you think that? Sorry about that. Um, That's a... You think? You think? I see. I kind of think it's unethical that other people can't use some of those properties. All right. Go ahead. I think it's kind of unethical that other people can't use those properties. That the people that own them um, uh, bought them, I guess, at some point off of somebody. But they, they, you know, they keep um, moving that cop the copyright laws back. Uh -huh. um, you know, that used to be I can't remember how many years it used to be, but now they've got it up to like a hundred years. You know, and it, when it gets to a hundred years, where it's like Mickey Mouse and Superman. Are, would be would have been public domain it'll get moved again because the big powerful people that own them never want to lose them but i right. do think that at some point it would be better if they were public domain okay there's theories as to as to that as to why also is that th those companies are afraid of somebody like a uh, superman or spider-man becoming public domain that's why they keep changing them, changing their costumes, changing things about them so that if they did become public domain, it would only be the original thing, right? Yeah. You know, it wouldn't be the new thing. So it wouldn't, you know, Clark Kent, Superman from 1938 might might become public domain, but what are you going to do with that? Especially if John Kent now is Superman, right? Yeah. 
so yeah, but I I don't I don't know that I think it's ethical that people can't make things in a Star Wars universe. Okay, so you're just saying basically, and 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 obviously we're talking about geek culture, but let's just talk about talk about any intellectual property at all. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You're just you're just saying you basically think once something's out there, if someone else can run with it, so be it. No, I think there should be a time limit, but I don't think it should be a thousand years. Okay. So you think basically, let's say the time limit was 10 years. The people that originally came up with it and made it happen to where it was popular and all this, that, and the other, you get your money in 10 years, but after that, and it's fair game for anybody. Well, you would still get your money off of it. You could still make it too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But but ten years is wants to- ten years is probably pretty short. But I, for instance, if if Harry Potter had become public domain after book three, uh-huh. right? You know, other people could use it. They could do things with it. But everybody would acknowledge that it wasn't canon. But. But I still think they should be able to make money off of it. I still think they should be able to, you know, use Hogwarts or Harry or whatever and write their own stories and publish those stories. Yeah. Mm, okay. I, I don't think it I don't think it would have hurt the brand at all. You think it might you think it might actually even help it if it's good, huh? Yeah, yeah. It could because, you know, um, you know, Rowling could say you know, if you know, she could promote some of it. She could say, "No, that's not canon." Everybody would just look to her anyway to determine what you know if if they thought that was sort of the real thing. Personally, like I don't think that new Star Wars is anything but fan fiction, except that now it's this one entity who had nothing to do with the creation of it, who who has control of it, and they say we're the only ones who can make Star Wars. And I don't think you're getting the best Star Wars that way. That's the greatest point, actually. That was a good point. I really like that. Because that's true. Yeah, basically everybody who's doing it now are just, they were kids when it first came out or if they were even born yet. Yeah. And and they're just fans making new fan fiction, but they're just, they just have the rights to it. So it's supposed to count. Yeah. yeah. So they're saying, they're saying nobody else can make fan fiction, just us. Nobody else right. can make money off of it, just us. That's a good point. Like, you know, I'd like to see somebody else try it because I think other people could do it better. Well, that's the whole point of some of this fan-made stuff I've seen is that it is better. It is, it's amazing how much it's better that the people that actually own the rights screw it up so much. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think that's the case with a lot of these things. You know, I think that I don't think you're seeing the best of a lot of what's been out there for a long time. You know, I don't think you're seeing the best Batman. I think that I think that there's probably people who could do it better. And if they were allowed to actually profit, profit off of it, um, they would. Yeah. You know. Yeah, it's interesting. What do you think, Patrick? I, I like Johnny's argument there at the end about Star Wars. It, I, I see a lot of truth behind that. Yeah. As far as the as far as the trailers go, I've I've learned you know, I, the first thing I do is check to see if it's coming from the official movie studio or whatever, because yeah. there are so many talented people out there and the technology is so good now, you know, that it's, you know, there's there's a lot of uh, outstanding stuff being done. So it is easy to be fooled. 
yeah, I've learned it as well. But yeah, I was just saying when that when that first started happening, I was fooled a couple times, and then I was like, no, yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> but you know, so yeah, it sounds like that last argument you made on there uh, really won us over, John, because I, I, yeah, I'm I'm pretty much I'm in agreement. Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of passionate about it. Like I I like really believe that it's it's unethical for some of these companies to have a monopoly on some of these properties just strangle it forever yeah 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 but on, on the flip side of that um i don't know if exactly the flip side is the right way to say it but in general what we talked about uh with the original artist getting a piece i definitely think if you know there should be a line you know how you're having a line of a time frame that the original people that own it can make their money without being you know competing with other people since it's their original idea the second part is the original original like you know todd mcfarlane was spawn even you know no matter where that goes he should be able to get a piece of it if you know like maybe there should be a line of money like i don't know you know like what you said 10 years for example or i maybe said 10 years but like if 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 it's if someone makes a million dollars off Spawn, like we're talking about Mike Zek with that uh, with Secret Wars, you know, like maybe ethically the answer is the original whoever the original artist or creator or whatever the case may be should get a piece if it reaches a certain amount of value in any form of whoever takes it over, fan made or not. You know what I'm saying? Something like that. Yeah, you know. That's not a bad idea. Like you, you, you could make, you could even make the argument that since like Disney put all this money, you know, they paid paid Lucas for it. I guess they wouldn't have had to if I had my if I had my way. But um, let, let's say, uh, you know, every time they make a a, a Spider Man movie, you know, Stanley's estate would get some money or whatever. Um, is right. a lot of a lot of times the way it sort of works, and and yeah, I, yeah, I would agree with that. That that I wouldn't have a problem with that. Um, to to share the profits with with whoever the owner is or whatever, whoever um, originally did it, origi- yeah, yeah, original creator was. Yeah, I wouldn't have a problem with that or their estate or whatever. Yeah, right. Um, right. you know, yeah, because yeah, if 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 he created Spawn and then like everybody's coming out ten years later with a better Spawn. Yeah, I kind of feel bad for him, and you know, and then he got squeezed out of his own thing. Right, um, right, exactly. Yeah, ten years is a short period of time. I, I don't necessarily think it should be ten years, but yeah, I was just giving uh, that as an example. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, whatever yeah. it is, twenty five, whatever. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, <laughs> this is a perfect uh, segue into the next thing I had on my list. Actually, Patrick, did you have any uh, anything else you want to say on that? No, no. Okay. So I found a new Spawn comic that I didn't even know existed. And again, we should we should really reach out to CLZ Comics about uh, advertising for them because or them advertising with us because we talk about them so much because this is about CLZ Comics. So Patrick, have you have you downloaded CLZ to give it a shot yet? Nah. I probably okay. won't actually. I've I know you I've, keep saying that, but I think we're going to win you over at some point. That's all I I'm saying. I have too much time invested in my other program, which I also had to get, get get the ball back up and rolling on that too. But it's just too much work I've already done that I should still be able to use that I wouldn't probably go down this the CLZ road. 
Well, that's a good point. I wouldn't expect you to, especially since you got a lot of time invested with the other one, to kind of abandon that at all. But there's other things with CLZ, like what I'm getting ready to say right now, that <clears throat> I didn't even know this Spawn comic existed. And I actually found it. You know how I'm, I've been working on, you know, filling in all my Spawn gaps. So I just used this missing comics tool that's in the CLZ app. And... <clears throat> Turns out I'm missing. There's like a spawn number zero, which is this. Uh, it's a special issue. It's not even a variant, according to my research, of any particular issue. I don't know if it's an original separate story or whatever it is exactly, because um, once I once I saw it, it's called the uh, special THX, you know, thanks. It's the special THX issue that they gave one to to all comic book stores that I guess wanted to participate in it. So there, there's not very many. And uh, so the cheapest one I could find on the internet was like 300 bucks. So I'm not about jumping on that, especially since it's such a mystery, but it's very cool. And I didn't even know it existed. Do you guys know, do you, do you know, does anybody know what I'm talking about? No, I well, didn't. I I'm kind of looking it up right now just to see what you're talking about. No, I did not yeah. know there was a Spawn Zero. It, do you know what year it came out? Uh, I think it was like uh, 2004. Um, I, I, I really haven't followed Spawn since like after issue 50. You have it, Kevin? Uh, no, do you? No, is it, is it the one that has that it's like the Spider-Man pose? Yeah, it's an homage cover, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, my comic shop saying it was 2017. Oh, 17. Jeez, okay. 25th anniversary pinup book. Yeah, does that does it say if what the story is inside? Uh, just pinup book with black and white reproductions of some of uh, McFarland's most memorable Spawn covers, allocated to one per store. Oh, okay. So, oh, so the inside is just. <clears throat> Excuse me. The inside is just uh, the pinup covers. Okay, gotcha. Okay. So there's no story. It's just yeah. I have a couple Jim Lee things like that. That's what they're saying here. At least I don't. I, don't, I didn't. I had. I had never heard of this previously. Yeah, I wonder why they would call it Spawn Number Zero. That's so funny. I just got an offer from my eBay app for that exact book we're talking about. <laughs> this guy's asking me to buy it now for 595 it's a 9.4 cgc though but man i'm you know someday that's gonna have to be on my bucket list someday but anyway oh he's he's making an offer to you yeah yeah he made it he's to probably me. listening <laughs> that could be <laughs> that would be awesome <laughs> so you really don't want it is what you're saying you know you could do without it if you yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I want it as a completionist thing, but yeah, I really don't. Yeah, want it, want it. Yeah, I definitely wouldn't want it in a CGC case. That's for sure. If you're saying it's a you know pinup book, I would want to open it. You know, and I well, I probably wouldn't pin any up. But um, okay, so uh, the uh, the next uh, that's and this is another good uh, segue as far as you just mentioning. Uh, he's probably listening, John. Have <laughs> this is going to seem odd at first, but just just bear with me. Um, have you guys seen the new Ghostbusters? I, I did. Would you say, John? I did. Yes. Man, I loved it so much. Did you say you loved it too, John? I liked it. 
Oh man, I loved it. I literally loved it. I I, I don't think it could have been done better. I thought it was so great. I did. Um, what? I I don't know. It's kind of fresh and digital and and uh, DVD. I don't even know if it's out on DVD yet. To where uh, I, I don't want to say like my problems with it on on here without because it's it would be all spoilers. Right, right, right. Exactly. So, but anyway, Patrick, you should watch it. In my opinion, I mean, it sounds like Johnny liked it. He just got complaints, but I uh, I thought it was about like I said, about as good as it could possibly be. It was great. Um, as as I do, I will rain on your parade in a little bit. <laughs> Okay. Okay. <laughs> um, did you like the original Ghostbusters, Patrick? Yeah, I did. I'm, I wouldn't say I'm a huge Ghostbusters fan, but I definitely, and I, I didn't see the reboot from a few, a few years ago. But I oh, definitely, wanted, yeah. I definitely wanted to see this one. Yeah, the reboot I, I think was atrocious. Yeah. I, I agree with that, and I, I actually think Ghostbusters Two is also atrocious. I like the what? cartoon. Yeah, I thought I thought Ghostbusters Two was atrocious. Wow. Uh, okay. but, but I but I think Ghostbusters the original I like the cartoon, uh-huh. um, and I think the original Ghostbusters was a flawless <laughs> movie, a perfect movie. What? Perfect. I'm gonna save that. I'm gonna save that in a recording. Wait, it's a it's a perfect movie. I wouldn't change a thing about it. Well, that's how I kind of feel about this. I can't wait till we talk about this new Ghostbusters because. I'm not saying it's a perfect movie. I just wouldn't have changed anything about it. I think it was done as well as it could be done. And I don't, so I don't have any complaints in that regard. But as far as being a perfect movie in general, I mean, it's obviously got flaws, but it's as well as it, it's as well as it could be done, I think. So anyway. Yeah, I don't, I don't think the original had <laughs> flaws. That's what I'm saying. No flaws. I, I wouldn't change. Oh, okay. I guess that one scene didn't make any sense in, in context. There was one really short scene that, like, it was from a bigger scene that they cut out of the movie. It's, it's, I, I'll tell you, because, like, spoilers, original Ghostbusters, the scene okay. where, the scene, the scene where Ray's, like, in bed and, like, he's being, like, molested by a ghost. Yeah. It, 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 it's just, like, they threw it into, like, a montage of things happening. But that was, that was supposed to be part of this whole other plot, like, where he goes to like his old family farm or whatever. Um, I don't remember it that well. Yeah, they cut it out, and and in fact, like <laughs> part of the reason I probably say it was a flawless movie is because uh, the one that I used to watch as a kid was the edited for television one because we VHS we pirated it off of uh, TV. Right, right. With the you know the old blank VHS. And, yeah. And that scene was cut out of it, I believe. Ah. So. So I forget that it even exists, and when it does exist, when I watch it now, I'm, it's jarring. I'm like, "What is that? Why is that? Even, <laughs> why is that even there?" And it really doesn't serve any kind of purpose, you know. Um, That's funny. It's just yeah. it's just sort of like a weird scene where his you know zipper like shoots down, and he's like, "Uh oh," you know, he's he's yeah being molested by a. <laughs> by a ghost i just think that scene was a little unnecessary but it again it's like it's just like a it's like a three you know it's like a 10 second thing it, it's yeah. nothing it just, it, yeah, again, yeah. it's just like in a montage it doesn't really matter but yeah all right well we have to take a break now okay okay um don't let me forget like i said i was actually getting to a point bringing up ghostbusters so as soon as we come back uh we'll address that okay yep mm-hmm. all right <laughs> 
Are you fat, out of shape, and always wanted to play hockey? Yeah, well, actually, pretty well. Yeah. No. <laughs> well, great. Your time has come. Join League Gaming today on NHL 22. It's an online hockey league where you control your own player with five of, five other teammates, just like in real life. And you can finally chase your dreams to win the Stanley Cup. All right, we're back. Um, so that I mean, that, like I, I said, we don't have any original commercials, so that was a retread. That's still an oldie but a goodie, though, don't you think? Classic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's <was> good. <laughs> Why'd you text me, "Oops" during that commercial break? I didn't, or text us, "Oops." I don't get. What, what did you do that for? Uh, never mind. Okay. <laughs> Is this something we'll have to cover after? Yeah. All right. Anyway, so we're talking about Ghostbusters, and <clears throat> you know, you said you've seen it, John, and and this really isn't a spoiler. I mean, it's just a small, you know, funny moment. So I, I guess it could technically be a spoiler, but I'm I'm gonna say it anyway. So, uh, but it's nothing. It's nothing heavy or anything. So there's a character in the movie called Podcast. Yeah. Because he has a podcast. Obviously, this is news for you, Patrick, and anyone who hasn't seen it. Um, he's he's an awesome character. Did you like him, John? Yes, I did. Yeah, he's great. And I loved, um, I won't, uh, you know, reveal too much of this, but, you know, whenever someone actually noticed him, because they're like, oh, your podcast from the podcast? And he was like, oh, you're my listener or you're my subscriber. You know, he actually only had one, you know. So when that moment happened in the movie, yeah, totally. It was awesome because, they, you know, they did it well. It was funny. But then also, I like know. I like that as well. Yeah. Did you did it? Did it make you think of our podcast? Was our podcast happening when you saw it originally? Yes. Did it make you think of ours? Yes, I yes, it did. Yes. <laughs> so anyway uh yeah so i just he uh, said he hit his stride at like episode 187 or something yeah. 46 46 whatever it was yeah 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 which i thought which i thought was also um uh, reassuring as well since we aren't at 46 yet you know? yeah so patrick as someone who hasn't seen that movie did that did that did that seem to make sense the way i was explaining all that it okay <clears throat> Which takes me to my next thing I want to talk about is, um, you know how we talked about the Mile High comic trip? Yeah. And no offense to either one of you, but I, it, I, I'm, I'm getting feelings that probably neither one of you would be able to do that, right? <laughs> it's just a, it's just a, it's a funny time to ask me because like, I, you know, again, like I have like such major life changes coming here right. in a month, right? you know, in a month and it'd be like, it, it'd be like sort of funny to be like, okay, you spent, you spent the last two, three years trying to get here. Now that you're well, here, this, I'm taking off. Is, I'm going to Colorado and <laughs> trip with my buddies. This is a bucket list thing. This isn't imminent. My wife said the same thing to me. I was talking to her about it today. And she was like, you should do it before the season starts. My season starts in March. I'm yeah. like, I'm, no, this isn't happening before March. I'm not talking about it. You, you're talking about before we die. Well, I don't want to get that crazy. Like maybe in That's the next two years. Is. 
Yeah, I know. I, I, I know. Yeah. I, I said kind of a bucket list. Like I want to get it maybe the next two years. So basically I'm asking both of you right now, do you foresee a possibility in the next two years that are a road trip? And I actually saw how long it would take to get there and kind of did some math on how long we'd need. It would at least be a week. Do you guys see in the next two years that it would be possible for you to take a week and just spend some time with the fellas in comic books? I, I don't. I, I mean, like, it's just because, like, you know, we're going to have to be going back and forth to England. Yeah. Because, you know, her, her kid's still young. Yeah, yeah. Um, so so you, just don't see, you just don't see that happen. How about you, Patrick? Not, not Same in with two years now. Yeah. Okay. So, okay. So you guys are confirming what I said when I started saying this anyway, that I, I didn't feel like either one of you would be. If it was bucket list. Like if you're talking like years in, in the future, oh, I, I could see it, but I, I can't, I can't see it in the next two years. I only get two weeks off too. Of work. Gotcha. Year. Yeah. You don't want to waste it on something so frivolous. No, I, 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 I'm saying I can't. Like, I'm going to have to spend some of those because I work six days a week. Well, let me just give you a possibility here, okay? Kirsty I'm saying I, I've got three kids, and and okay. I've got one that's, that, that is coming that lives in England, so we have to take them back and forth. Okay, Kirsty falls in here, – here's the scenario for you. Kirsty falls in love with comics, like as much as you. Okay. <laughs> okay. And Island goes into comics as well. Okay. So they join the Acceler group. Okay. And then they'll come with us. There you go. Boom. See how it's possible. No, nothing is impossible. Okay. Yeah. We have a wedding to plan and stuff too. That's going to be next year, though, right? I don't know if it's going to be. Well, I don't think it'll be this next. This. I don't think it'll be this year. Maybe 2023. Yeah, that's why I'm at. Yeah, next year. I gotta get your date again for yours because I can't remember it, and I, I put it in my calendar, but it, it's gone. <laughs> July third, twenty twenty three. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And Patrick, here's your scenario. Okay, you win the lottery. Okay, or you're you know some big uh, graphics and design company moves into Butler and and offers you millions for your small company. Okay, because for whatever reason, they think it's worth it. Okay, so now you're loaded. Um, Valor becomes more into comics. And uh, Chelsea uh, has a she wants to plan a trip to, you know, Germany with her best friend. So you coordinate it where the same week happens. Boom, you're in the road trip. See, nothing's impossible. Okay, that's all I have to say. How come he gets to be loaded in his <laughs> I don't know. What? Not nothing's impossible, but it, my problem is Chelsea would be more likely to go on this road trip than than me. I cannot stand traveling. Oh, you can't. Oh, okay, okay. That's that's the problem. Now, if if you were if I were to come into all this money you're talking about enough that I would finally <laughs> invent, and finally invent the transporter, which is my you know, ideal way to travel. And uh, then, then we can talk, you know, it's, okay. I'm, sure just, I'm sure we're just a few years away. Gotcha. Okay. All right. So anyway, to go back to my original point, I don't see either one of you doing that. I'm, you know, Mike says he's down, but that's, 
coordinating our lives. You know, it's it's complicated for me too, obviously. But yeah, you know, I, I'm I'm the opposite with both of you all and both of your problems with Patrick not liking liking to travel. I love long road trips, and then with you, with kind of a new life developing and all this change happening in your life. Mine's kind of in a consistent place, you know. Yeah, so yeah, that's why that's why it's a little easy. And then Mike's kind of closer to me than both y'all as well in regards to both of those things. So that's why it's doable with Mike. But now just coordinating me and Mike, that's why I'm saying it's not imminent. But I would say in the next two years. So anyway, I do like I do like um, road trips as well. Like when I, we're planning on when we go uh, to get married, you know, like doing it in Florida and and having like a like a bus or a, or a really big van and taking like the whole Brady Bunch with us. Oh, nice. Yeah. Why not yeah, get married in Colorado? <laughs> yeah, there you huh? go. We'll get married at in Colorado, yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, see? Anything's I'll possible. Right? I'm like, Colorado's beautiful. It's mountainy out there. You'll love it. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, so, to, to I'm, I'm actually still going someplace attached to podcast and uh, Ghostbusters on this. So I'm going to get there eventually. Um, so the thing that podcast was doing in Ghostbusters too was he's kind of a traveling podcast too. He was, you know, he's uh, in Ghostbusters as well. You know, I mean, Ghost- I, I, oh, um, <laughs> it's technically Ghostbusters four. Oh yeah, that one now it's technically Ghostbusters three. No, I agree. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, he was a traveling podcaster. Like he carried recording devices on his hip and a microphone around in his hand. Which, of course, I was like, "Wait a second. And then I'm incorporating the Mile High trip with a traveling podcast. Tell me how awesome that sounds. That's a good idea, actually. Yeah, yeah, I like that too. Yeah, because we were talking about, you know, like Mike referred to it as connecting the dots with comics. You know, with the whole visiting you know local comic shops wherever we happen to be as we travel so of course i'd cut the borings you know i wouldn't cut the boring stuff i just wouldn't record if boring things is happening but basically at every comic shop we visit we do a you know a, a segment of the podcast and then basically one big podcast could be the release of the entire trip doesn't that sound awesome yeah it does yeah you got two listeners johnny and i we have 20. We got 20, Patrick. Okay. I mean, 20 million. We got 20 million listeners now. So I, I was going to ask, you know, coming back to this, you know, the new season, I thought we'd be up to in the millions by now, but no. <laughs> yeah. Man, I was having another discussion with some people today. I'm like, what is your problem? This is great. It's totally entertaining. You know, just check us out and you'll love it. You know, it's just, I don't know. You know, uh, the problem with me and I don't know whether you guys can relate to this or not, is I have no prior to us podcasting. There's no podcast. Well, Tyler's the only one that's kind of a podcaster listener already. You know, I, I don't have podcast listeners in my life. So it's not like I'm not only convincing people to. OK, my wife just walked in the room glaring at me and she's absolutely 100 percent accurate. She's actually a podcast listener, but my wife's a good one. She never misses uh, uh, an episode of ours either. But anyway, everybody else besides my wife and Tyler, are, they don't even listen to podcasts in general. So I not only have to convince them to listen to ours, but I got to convince them to listen to podcasts in general kind of first. 
You know what I mean? You guys have the same problem. Do you have any podcast listeners in your life? Yeah, I do. I mean, I just don't have any comic book people in my life except for you guys. Well, it's the riveting conversation is not just about comic books in this thing. That's what you got to sell them, you know? Other than my nephew, and he might be listening. If he is, hi, Miles. Oh, nice. How about you, Patrick? Uh, I got to get it. I got to get out there and promote more. You know, my tens to twenties of uh, followers on Facebook, you know. Right. Yeah. Um, you know, I meant to actually mention that to you when you were commenting on the old video that I had of Phantom of the Attic about you said your cousin. Yes. Uh, <clears throat> got you to Phantom of the Attic. He used to go there before you, right? Yes, I believe that's who, who, who is it? Who's your cousin? My cousin Graydon, he's no longer, he, he, he's not in the comics anymore as far as I know. And he kind of moved out of the area. Oh, okay. That's what I, that's what I was going to say. Like, you know, get him into the group, listen to the podcast, all that stuff. But he's, he doesn't go there anymore. Huh? Gotcha. Okay. Um, I've still got a couple more ideas. You guys got any? Yeah, I do. Okay, go. Did, did either of you guys watch, uh, uh, check out Peacemaker or Naomi? No, I had the last part of Naomi running in the background as background noise, but I wasn't specifically tuning in. I don't, and I don't have uh, HBO, HBO, or whatever. Playing the uh, playing the naive listener. What are Peacemaker and Naomi? Peacemaker is a new TV show on HBO, and Naomi is a new. Uh, that, what is that? Uh, the the, what is it? On CW? CW, yeah. CW show. Naomi's <laughs> a superhero from DC, and Peacemaker is also a superhero from DC Comics. Okay, would I know them from anywhere else? Well, well, um, they have comic books, and um, <laughs> and uh, Peacemaker's from the Suicide Squad. Gotcha. So that's like, it's like a direct, uh, it's a... Uh, it's so directly after Suicide Squad that they they show like previously on the Suicide Squad. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> I, I I have to. I haven't seen the Suicide Squad yet. I still have to see see that movie. I and, oh, it's the same. You know, it's uh, what's his name? Um, the Don't same. The same. No, no. Well, yeah, it's him. But uh, he he's the actor who plays him. But uh, the director. James Gunn. Yeah, James Gunn. It's it's written and directed by James Gunn as well. Okay. The TV show. Yeah. Uh, I I didn't, I, re- I didn't I didn't even know about Naomi at all. I just knew about I knew about Peacemaker, of course. But yeah. Uh, did you mention Na- that Naomi's TV? Naomi's on CW? It, it it does not play take place in the Arrowverse, from what I understand. I didn't watch it, but she's in her own universe. That doesn't make any sense since it's CW anyway. Well, I think the whole idea of her is that, uh, at least in this, you know, I guess not on... They wanted to go a little bit of a different direction and make it so she's like the only superhero in her universe. Okay. For for whatever reason, I don't know. What's your uh, critique of both of these shows? Do you like them? I did not watch Naomi. I have no interest in Naomi. Okay. I don't like a superhero who has just a person's name. Okay. (laughs) Okay. 
Like I don't I don't even like that that the fact that they started calling Jean Grey Jean Grey in the X Men. That bothers me. Yeah, Just I didn't give, I didn't like give that her a name. Yeah. Uh, like what what's what's your superhero name, Kevin? Oh, it's Kevin. <laughs> so you don't like Storm? Storm? Yeah. Yeah, I like Storm. Why? Well, that's her name. Her name's Aurora. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he just forgot her other name. Her name's not Storm. Yeah, her I know. Superhero I name is Storm. I did forget that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was just trying to come up with a rebut to be difficult. Um, I see, but you you failed. I did. I failed. There's got to be another one. Patrick, help me out. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> How about Hellboy? Yeah, he doesn't. That's his name. That's actually his name. No, he's oh, got a real name. He's got a real name too. Oh, he does. What is it? I didn't even know that for real. Anag Anrama. Wow. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Take that. Anyway. So did you... uh, yeah. So so I I enjoyed. Hold on, I got another one. I got another one. Did you did you hate when they changed Wolverine to just Logan? You love well, that never... movie. I liked the movie, but um, he he wasn't like a superhero in that movie. Oh, I'm gonna. Uh, that's a whole new disagreement. What? He was never wearing a costume. Like he wasn't being a superhero. Oh, okay, that's a qualifier. They have to have costume on. Well, if you're gonna, if you're gonna have like a, you know, I, I don't want, I don't want him to just be Logan if he's as as an X Men character, for instance. Like gotcha, if in okay. X Men they started calling him Logan. Okay, no, fair I enough. I don't want that. I want to be the Wolverine. You know. Yeah. Okay. Um, okay. So, anyway, so that's uh, your opposition to Naomi got it, but you liked Peacemaker, yeah. Uh, yeah, I thought it. I thought a little bit of the, like the sex and and sex jokes and you know, it was a little over uh, the top. A little over the top for me. Like it. Yeah, that- it. I. I. You know. My daughter watched it. My sixteen-year-old. Yeah. And 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 I was like, oh man, you watched that. And she goes, "Yeah, I just didn't know if you'd want to. We'd be able to watch it together." And I was like, "No, I watched it too, and I'm so glad we didn't watch it together." Heck yeah, yeah. Because that would have been uncomfortable. That's why I don't watch a lot of new stuff, especially if it's an HBO Max thing. They're the worst. I mean, it's like yeah, the boys. That's why I don't watch the boys. I mean, it's literally like tons of that. Yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah. So it, you know, this this show is not for everybody, yeah. um, but. And it's got the gratuitous violence, like the the Suicide Squad did as well. Right. Uh, but but I still like I really like you know I I, I really like the Suicide Squad. The yeah, Suicide Squad's like my favorite movie in that universe. Yeah, that's I think I was going to point that out, right? Yeah. Yeah, and and so yeah, I really did I really did enjoy it. And and this was funny because we, my daughter and I had talked about it, and then like the very next day. Um, I was talking to Kristen, uh-huh. the the um, the vampire, and uh, I figured, yeah, and she and she said just out of the blue, "Hey, you know who you should be for Halloween?" And I said, "Who?" And she, Peacemaker. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, "That's weird. That's weird. You should say that." Well, you know, the the funny thing to me about them even making a Peacemaker was he was my least favorite character in the second Suicide Squad. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't, I mean, I didn't, he was fine, um, but yeah, 
I liked my, him the least out of you know the main my, the main team. I was gonna ah, uh, I was gonna say my favorite, my least favorite one was the detachable kid. Right. <laughs> did you say you didn't see the second one, Patrick? But you saw the first one. Is that what you it's, said? Yeah, it's funny because I I just I bought it uh, last Thursday or Friday, and I, it hasn't arrived yet, so I haven't oh, watched okay. it. It I definitely. And I definitely enjoyed it, but it's it's kind of ironic that um, I enjoyed it, but I definitely have more complaints about the second one than the first one. Oh, the you first know, one I, doesn't make any sense. What? I'll, I mean, I'll, I don't I'll, like it, but what do you mean it doesn't make sense? What, what's I mean, make sense? like they, they edited it so badly and by so many people okay. that – they they put it together all out of order and it doesn't make any sense. It's just it's just a bunch of nonsense. That's why everybody's looking for the air cut because they want to see what that movie was supposed to be. Yeah, see, you know, like I've said in other podcasts, and I'll say it again, I'm a liker. I like to like things, so yeah. I like it, and I'm not yeah. exactly. And and I see this is I wish we lived closer to to where I could sit and watch this movie with you so you could articulate what you're saying so I could even grasp. I mean, do you have a specific example right now? No, I'll sh I'll, I'll send you a video later if you <sighs> if you'll watch it and it sort of explains like all the plot points that just it doesn't make sense. It, it it's like they literally put it together in the wrong order. It's a whole lot of I, I just think that was an absolutely horrible movie. I think it could have been cool. Maybe the air cut would be good. I don't know. I don't even remember anything about that French Suicide Squad movie, to tell you the truth. But I, actually I, but hated I, it. I actually hated it at first and grew to love it. But I love the second one. Like, I really love the second one. Yeah. Uh, but I, I get it. Like, the, uh, people's complaints about this TV show mostly have to do with Vigilante. So there's a character called Vigilante in it. Okay. Who's from uh, DC Comics. Yeah. He first, he first appeared in uh, New Teen Titans Annual. Okay. Uh, and he's sort like, of like... He's sort of like the Punisher, I guess. Right. And he had his own series for a while. And it's real, like, sort of serious and dark. Although he has sort of a silly costume, in my opinion. So he's like the Punisher if the Punisher had, like slightly sillier costume even than the one <laughs> right even than the one with like the white boots and stuff you know like because that's a little silly that he would have like white knee-high boots uh, okay fight crime uh, but <laughs> you know it, it's it's a bit it's a bit more silly than that in my opinion it's not the greatest character design it's okay but it, for for a dark character that's supposed to be like this dark vicious vigilante type of character to me the costume doesn't fit that so okay. i was never a fan of his because he did have a series back in the 80s that yeah. is beloved by a certain group of people this show uses him as a joke okay and i could understand people who want that dark gritty vigilante having a problem with the funny vigilante that's on this show but okay. I don't have any personal connection to Vigilante, and I thought that Vigilante on the show was the breakout. I thought he was hilarious. I loved it. 
So the, the, the classic vigilante lovers have come out of the woodwork and complained about the new Peacemaker show. Yes. Gotcha. Yes. And there, you know, there would be. I mean, it it, it had, I think, 20-something issues back in the 80s that maybe maybe more than that. It was, it was you know, a fairly long series, it, you know, sure. longer okay. than most series are now. Um, so he was, he was somewhat popular for a time and then he, and then he just sort of fell into obscurity to, to me. It's like, I, I get the, that you would be upset if it was a character that I really liked that they sort of did, you know, a totally different take on, you right, know, right. there, you know, that there's never going to be now another chance for them to do vigilante in the way that they want to see vigilante. Like that's never gonna happen. They're not. He's such a like a D tier character that this is like their only chance to ever see that character that they wanted to see. So I right. can get their frustration at it. But for yeah, me, yeah. I thought he was like the best part of the show because we already knew what Peacemaker was. Um, I really like the support. The supporting cast is basically like the if you watch the Suicide Squad, it's like. Um, you know the the characters that were in the office, like telling them what to do uh -huh. throughout, and then uh, like Amanda Waller's people, and then uh, um, there's like one new, like a new, so she's like the rookie one, right? So you have a a rookie, and then you know some of those characters that were there uh, with Amanda Waller throughout the the Suicide Squad. Okay. And, then, and then and so we sort of knew what they were about a little bit. We know what Peacemaker is. So like the only other really uh, important new character, I guess, is Vigilante. Other than you know the the, the villains and stuff that they've introduced, uh, one of which I I really like because it's um, what's his name, the guy who played Terminator Two. Robert Patrick. Yeah, Robert Patrick. Uh, <laughs> I'm so glad you're here, Patrick. You just pull those out like he so does. Fast. He pulls them out really quick. I, I love <laughs> you're it. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you you you've seen Terminator too, Kevin? Of course. Yeah. Okay. But okay. So yeah, Robert well, Patrick was. Yeah, I like him a lot. Yeah. Yeah, I do too. And, and he's and he's um, he's he's pretty entertaining in this as well. Okay. So um, yeah. So I, I you know I really I really like it. Again, there's some things that made me uncomfortable, and I just thank goodness that I didn't watch it with my child. <laughs> it makes me yeah, a little yeah. bit uncomfortable to know that she watched it at all. Yeah, I, <laughs> without I, have me. A, I actually have a similar bad experience. Well, you, it didn't happen to you. Thankfully, it didn't happen to you. Something happened to me recently. My niece got uh, Cards Against Humanity for uh, Christmas. Yeah. And, and I knew that was bad and vulgar, but... Uh, you know, Lexi's 18 now and, uh, yeah. you know, Max is 19. So, you know, whatever they're quote unquote adults. So we're like, okay, let's hook it up. And uh -uh. man, uh -uh. I regret that. I still have yeah. nightmares about that. Yeah. Thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That, that's like, it, you, it, it's okay if they do it separate, right? Like, right. Yeah, exactly. Go away and do that. Like, <laughs> right. Yeah. I feel the same way. Like I, I'm aware that my daughter, got really into game of thrones and that's what she said like i watch game of thrones and i'm like yeah that's true but yeah. i didn't i did i that's my bad experience is i i was watching game of thrones with her a little bit 
And I, I learned after like one episode, I'm like, I can't do this anymore. This is making me really uncomfortable. Yeah, yeah. 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 So anyway, so yeah, so uh, Peacemaker gets a thumbs up for you. Naomi is a mystery, except for a background for Patrick. So I'm assuming you don't have an opinion of what you had in the background, right, Patrick? It it seemed not my thing. They they one thing I will say is they were talking about Superman, so I don't know what that means. Oh really? Yeah. Okay. I only got my information from Comic Tom. He said that <laughs> uh, it was in a different universe. Could be. Yeah, okay. With no other superheroes. Yeah. Okay. Unless they were talking about a Superman comic book, maybe. Some There was something about uh, somebody was posing as Superman. or It, it was an illusion or something. I don't know. They, uh, they, uh, Peacemaker mentions Batmite. <laughs> oh, as, really? As, as if he's real. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. And, <laughs> and not, not like, and not, not like a realistic version of him, like the interdimensional imp. Who stands on yeah. Batman? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, actually, this this is another great segue into in one of my next ideas I had prior to this uh, podcast happening. This is playing out perfectly for me. Um, I did want to interject though, say, and, and Patrick, did you have any ideas you wanted to put forth right now before we get into this segue into my next idea? No, I'm good. All right, so. Fanboys ruining things, okay? I wanted to talk about that. Now, here's what I mean by that. I, uh, like I said, this is a good segue with me just mentioning I like to like things when we're talking about Suicide Squad. I get, especially, you know, with trolls on the internet, I get criticized and I, I feel overly critiqued because I get, for, for lack of a better way to describe this, you know, the blame for bad things coming out because I still enjoy it. Even if it's bad, you know, like, like the people that obviously have a different opinion of what's really quality, or let's say you're absolutely correct with what you're saying about suicide squad or whoever else you're watching the videos and said about it, that it was out of order and all messed up and it's a botched job. And it, that's legit. Let's say hypothetically, um, then people like me ruin it because I enjoy it. So they keep just putting out garbage or screwed up stuff. They don't try to get better because of fanboys like me that will kind of take any garbage. They want to shovel me kind of, you know, you know, you know, the mentality I'm talking about, you know, have you heard this before? Yeah. Especially with star Wars. Like I definitely got this a lot with the last Jedi which I've yeah. come to like The Last Jedi less than I originally did. But I originally liked The Last Jedi in, in, in for the most part. I, I, you know, I had some original complaints right away as well. But for the most part, I still kind of gave it a positive, you know, thumbs up rating when I first saw it. So that's the last experience I have for really being a, see, this is your kind of, this people like you ruin this because you're defending this trash, you know? And then, you know, so they just keep putting out more trash because people like you keep going to it and, and telling people it's good and making people go to it because you, they trust you or blah, 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 you know, this kind of thing. Do you, have you guys ever had any experiences like this or is it just, just me? <laughs> well, when Mike put on, the Exceller page that all Star Wars is good Star Wars, I could not give that a like. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, I completely agree with that. Rise of Skywalker broke me. 
Um, yeah, I couldn't even like it. I was, I didn't want to argue with him, and I just put that picture of Luke Skywalker from the Christmas special. Well, you know, I think you went easy on him with just pointing that one out. I feel like that is so obscure to non-heavy duty Star Wars fans that that one that that is a great point, obviously, but it's so obscure. You could have gone right for Rise or Last Jedi, right? I mean, yeah, I just didn't. I didn't want to have the argument. I just <clears throat> thought that made the point. Like I, I, I think that's a ridiculous statement. I think to say anything like that, like any blanket statement that anything is good, yeah, good just because it is that thing. Okay, well, don't that, lose my question though. So, oh, so you're I, agreeing? Have I ever have I ever encountered people making that argument before, or have I ever been positive enough that somebody would make that argument towards me? Both, both, either one uh, of those. I, I, I've heard the argument. I am usually pretty negative towards things, um, and and when I am positive towards them, I I get that it's not going to be every, like Peacemaker. I liked it, but I understand it's not everybody's cup of tea. So if you hated it, like I get that. That's again, I, that's why I was sort of defending the people who were vigilante fans, the classic vigilante fans, because right. I understand I understand that point of view. Right. Um, but but I enjoyed it. But I understand what I enjoy isn't going to be what everybody enjoys. Um, I, I've never you... been I've never been accused of liking something that everyone else hated and then wishing that I wasn't supporting it. I, the one the people I get frustrated with are the ones who hate it and still keep going, or still keep <laughs> buying the book. Like I, I I these guys that you know make videos that, that they talk about how bad the X Men is in the comics, but they keep buying them. Yeah. yeah. Because they don't want to ruin their run. It's like, well, you're the reason why they're making them. I, I don't... Like, why would they want to please you? you you're going to buy it one way or the other. Yeah, I'm actually... Uh, that is that is definitely something I'm trying to be better at. Like, I think I'm going to unsubscribe anything that I'm not going to read. You know, that I, that I don't have the intention of reading within the month. You know what I mean? Yeah. It, especially if especially if I read it and then I don't like it, I'm going to unsubscribe. Yeah, so I totally feel that point. But just to pin your opinion down, John, before we get to Patrick, so you're saying you've never accused anyone of being the perpetrators of bad content because they liked it, because you can understand other people's perspective. And then also you've never personally experienced that because you're generally negative on things anyway, right? Is that kind of your opinion on this topic? Yeah, but I, again, like the people that I have accused of that are – I have done that. I have accused people of it. But they're the people that don't like it and okay. continually don't like it and keep supporting it financially. So basically fanboys isn't who you accuse, which is what I'm saying people accuse me of because I generally enjoy it. Like Batman and Robin, obviously we have that old, old story retold yeah. over and over again. You know, people accuse me of, you know, you know – I, you're the you're the you're the reason it's Kevin's fault that Batman and Robin existed. I guess I, yeah, exactly. I they didn't make any more sequels after that, so I, I don't know. The, anyway, okay, so like, I, you know, if you if you if you legitimately enjoy it, I I I don't put anybody down for that. Like it's okay. okay. I I Good. don't have a problem. That's, like that too. Yeah. I agree with that. Too. How about you, yeah. Patrick? What do you yeah, think? I mean, sure. That's. You like what you like. Don't don't get on. You're you're just wasting energy arguing 
gives people, you know, who don't like something. So, and, and, and you know, when it comes down to it, it's, it's going to come down to money. It doesn't matter how much you like it, Kevin. If it didn't yeah. make money, they're not going to keep pursuing something. So, right. Yeah. So, yeah, and it, it really can't be the fault of the people who like I guess John's point is kind of valid. It could be the fault of the people who say they don't like it, but they keep buying it, that <laughs> bad stuff comes out. But, yeah, the people that do like it, like me, um, yeah, it can't be my fault. <laughs> you know, so so I I've heard I've obviously I'm I'm telling you I've I've heard that a bunch of times. Anytime I try to defend that as a whole is looked at as poor, I'm like it's people like you. I I hear it. I've probably heard it a dozen times. You know, it drives me nuts. I, I guess I I guess I get <laughs> I, I get their frustration too, and that like if you liked something that was at one time. I, I can understand like wanting to point out the flaws to something new if you like the old thing and you wish it were like that to somebody who likes the new thing and being like but but like because you want it to go back to that old thing like like for instance I, you know I might be inclined to point out that John John Kent was better when he was a kid and Super Sons was more fun than than the Superman stories that they're making now yeah, yeah. Um, because I I miss Super Sons. Like I wish that was still a thing. Yeah. So so like because I still want more Super Sons, you know I I might get angry at somebody who likes um, the uh, you know the adult the, version the, yeah. the, the adult version that, that yeah. they have now. Yeah. Um, or, or or whatever anything like that where they've they've really gone off the script. So I yeah. you know trying to convince me that vigilante is better in the comics than he is on this tv show yeah because yeah. because they want to see they know that if this thing becomes popular that they're never gonna see it you know but i don't think yeah. they will anyway in that particular case but you you know what i mean yeah yeah you know i like to point out to you and you're probably going to remember this uh because i think i pointed out before and you've told me you recall it and you don't like it that Whenever the uh, what do you want to call it the the new Marvel universe came out, you know, with uh, you know America Chavez and changing yeah. Thor to female Thor, all new, and, all new, all different Marvel, yeah, yeah, yeah. When all that came out, I was complaining about it and stuff, and and you were the one that talked me off of the cliff <coughs> by saying to me, you know, Kevin, they got to write it for these new this new breed. So, so our art form that we like continues. If they, if they just stay stale, you know, they got to give them what they want. You remember that? We had that. I don't. I don't remember that being about America Chavez or All New, All Different. I remember that being about Spider-Man. Uh, the what was the first one? Um, Homecoming. Okay. Okay. You might it, be it right. Was in, yeah. It was in Homecoming because they they race swap some people and. And you had a problem with it, and I was like, "Well, okay. you know, it, it's it's for a different audience." I, I, I understood those changes; they didn't bother me at all, and I, I understood it because it is, uh, you know, they are trying to pull in new people, and it, it, it wouldn't make a whole lot of sense to me that, you know, this kid from Queens goes to an all-white school. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, Which that's what I'm saying is, you kind of you talked me off that cliff, you yeah. know? And, I, yeah, and... I, I don't remember, but don't don't. And I know you're not trying to, but like, don't put words in my mouth in that I was any kind of fan of America Chavez. No. <laughs> <laughs> I, 
that may have been i was just pulling one out and for whatever i think she came yeah. in my head because because they were talking about her you know she's gonna be in dr strange or whatever so yeah. you know so that's the one that just popped into my head i didn't remember exactly who we were or what characters we were talking about so i apologize for that's okay you. <laughs> I'll, I'll give patrick a chance to talk for a second but i do want to talk about that sort of all new all different uh, era I, I have something I want to say about that, uh, but I want to see if Patrick wants to add anything to that first. Yeah, the first thing, Patrick, is, is uh, I guess, to pin your opinion down on what I was saying with fanboys first is, so have you ever experienced being the fanboy that people criticize, or you have you ever criticized fanboys that have... You know, th those two questions specifically, yeah, depending on. Yeah, I don't think so. You know, I'm, I'm so quiet. I usually don't broadcast opinions very often like that. Yeah. So never get it from either side, I don't think. Okay. So you don't feel you don't feel that way in either direction. You just kind of mm -hmm. roll with it, basically. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Patrick, so like okay. what you like. He's easy going. He's even keeled. <laughs> he is. He is, which is... You know, this is something that I constantly bring up too, and I was talking to Mike about it again this weekend as we were working in Exceller. Yeah, that's one of the th reasons I love our group so much is because we're we're all so different. So the fact that obviously we have comics in common, but then you know we know each other personally and get along and everything, but we're all so different is one of the reasons I you know I sincerely believe the shirt I made that says best group ever. You know, so anyway, what were you gonna say next, John? Okay, so the all new, all different era, which which people um, often sort of say is like the woke era of Marvel, and I, I think they're you know they've gone into that era in DC right now, uh -huh. and and I know a lot of people really dislike it, you know, but when it's all over, like when when this is twenty years down the line, thirty years, fifty years down the line. Uh -huh. Do you think that it'll have like sort of like a significance because it is a specific period of time when culture was doing different things that people will have better memories of it than um, I guess I guess to say like, you know how like 90s comics were despised for a long time? Yeah. And, and now people look back at them with this fondness. Yes. Like, like they, they, they miss like the die cut covers and, and, you know, the, the, uh, the hall of foils and everything like, like they, they look back at it as this, like that, that's what defined that time. And, yeah. and people kind of appreciate it now, but it took a really long time because there was a lot of hatred for it. Right. Um, do you think that that will be the case with, I mean, right now people are speculating on all new, all different characters, obviously. But right. do you think it'll, it'll become like a thing where it becomes at some point so far removed from anything that they're doing, you know, in the future that people will have like sort of a different memory of it as like maybe they don't love it the way they love, uh, you know, the first 10 issues of Spider-Man or whatever, but they sort of appreciate it for it, it taking them back to that time period. As, Why don't as you go first? Like the, the way that defines that time period, I guess. Why don't you go first on this one, Patrick? What do you think? Yeah, 
I, I think that will be the case in some instances. There's always that generational thing. The kids growing up with it, that's what they're going to remember for sure, if there's any kids actually reading them these days. Um, but, you, you know, in, in the good, just like always, good aspects from this generation will stick and the bad ones will be forgotten. Uh, it's just cyclical, you know, things, things like that always happen, I think. I, yeah. I think I think forgetting like okay so like what you're talking about is like the people who are remembering it okay so like the way we do with the 90s but, but what I'm talking about also is kids that haven't been born yet yeah if they'll look back at it as like oh that was a weird time sort of the way we would with the first issues of Spider-Man because we weren't alive yet um and 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 like it's sort of quaint to see some of the some of the fashion and some of the the way people talked and the lingo um or 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 go back further like to the world war ii era where you know it's sort of a way of seeing what the culture thought of different things at that time a lot of it's like very different than the way we think of it now and maybe even cringy in some ways right but but it still has like a a feeling to it that is like a, a bygone era that's somehow more innocent, even though, it, like, in some ways not, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I, I wonder if, I wonder if, like, these, um, these, these books that people complain about so much for the last five, ten years, um, will sort of have that feeling to an, a generation, even, even if none of this stuff sticks, like, any of this stuff sticks, like, Riri Williams it's a forgotten character and America Chavez is a forgotten character. Nobody remembers Jane Foster Thor. If they'll look back on it and be like, Oh, like that, you know, I say, look back on it. Like again, people who aren't even born during that time period might go back and look at it and be like, wow, things were crazy in the mid two thousands. Yeah. I think that's a perfect way to put it. Yeah. Like the, your ending statement right there. I think that's what, I think that's what this era will be that it was, it, it just seems to be crazy. Like, and then the biggest reason I think that is it'll be different than the past is because even though there's lots of differences, like all the things you were just pointing out with the past up to this point, And even the nineties, we're not even talking about the anything in particular. It was just how the whole thing seemed like a, a mess in general for miscellaneous reasons. This will be, remembered as literally crazy because there were so many people disagreeing and fighting and wanting to cancel each other and wanting to stop this content and accusations of bad things and all this back and forth. That's what I think will be remembered about this era by people that aren't even born yet later. You know what you I mean? think so? Cause I don't think that will be remembered. I think what will be left is the comics. I think that's what I'm saying is I think that stuff all goes to the wayside. Oh, I think the opposite. I think the comics content will be unimportant and what will be remembered is the craziness that's what i'm thinking yeah okay especially with the internet being such a big player in it you'll be able to literally revisit all the madness in the videos and the comments and the everything you know and you know you'll be able to experience kind of it, it more in real time with the internet obviously you know it'll just obviously keep growing you can go back that's what i think about a lot with the internet in general when you go back if, if we could experience our childhood more vividly 
through the internet to our children now, it'd be a totally different ball game too. So that's why I'm thinking the craziness will be remembered as much because of you know. I like, think that stuff will be revisited on some level. The stuff you're talking about, sort of in the same way that you know, um, you know, these guys on the internet go back and look at the old wizards and and talk about like what that time period meant yeah, in real yeah. time. You know, yeah. but but. Yeah, I, I think that that's sort of secondary. I think I think like people will, if, if the comic book industry continues, and it does in fact get new fans, which I, I'm not 100% sure of is going to be the case, but I, I hope, you know. Um, yeah, you guys you guys have said that multiple times, and I've, I've always pushed back at you on that. You know, it's, I don't think there's any way the comic book industry dies. You, well, Mar- you talk Marvel about and it. DC. Marvel and DC. Yeah. No, yeah, I, 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 I do. I don't. I, I, I don't see I, that. I, I'm all. seriously concerned with them because they, yeah. Uh, but uh, it will definitely be down on a smaller level, which probably people like us would probably like it if it was on a smaller level, because it seems like all the nightmare stuff that happens happens because it's so entrenched everywhere. If it were, if it if it got reduced to, no, like, no, 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 no. I don't think these characters are going anywhere. I'm talking about comic books. Comic books are selling less than they've ever sold. In the history of comic books, right now, uh huh, you know, like Marvel and DC mainstream comics, yeah, they have the lowest numbers in their publication histories right now. So that just means Dark Horse and Aftershock, and and I know Image is kind of a big three now, anyway. But those will just get bigger. Uh, that's but that's I, not that's not what's happening though. What's happening is manga is getting bigger, Japanese comics are getting bigger. That that's okay. filling the void. I can't predict the future, but that's yeah. but what I'm what I'm disagreeing with you. I don't know exactly how it's going to go, but I'm just saying my prediction is I don't see it ever going away. Somebody will find a way to fix something, and it'll continue. Is my point? Marvel and DC comic books. I got you. Yeah, I get you. you that's what you're saying. Yes. Okay. Like I just that's saw yesterday, a perfect example is Spider-Man. You know, Marvel sold Spider-Man to Sony. Uh-huh. They turned that around, you know, to to where now Marvel look how look what look what look what Marvel is. And I know you're talking about comic books, but it it is I know it's separate, but it's attached. So that's why I think comic books will never go away. Marvel and Sony, DC. Sony still owns Spider Man. You know, <laughs> but I'm just. Saying. <laughs> but Spider Man sells for has four titles a month, which I think is a bad business move, but that whole point aside. So my point is because of Sony selling Spider-Man is part of the reason there's four tight, you know, four, not four titles, but one title that has four issues in one month for Spider-Man too, you know? And um, I know you agree with them, right? Right, Patrick? You agree, agree with Johnny, with right? That they're going away? That, that they could go away if things stay the way they are basically it's it's tough because media all media physical media comics magazines movies you know it's sort of all going away there i mean there i think there always be a very niche audience out there but you know it's i i disagree with that though i disagree with that because again manga is like absolutely tearing it up right now worldwide you think that's not just a phase, though? Because this happened in the 80s a bit, too. With manga? Not manga. Yeah. 
Yeah. I mean, they 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 were they were a small presence. It was never like mainstream. Like, you you go you go That's to a high true. school you go to a high school and talk to any kid. They all know what that stuff is. They know that stuff better than any comic books from Marvel and DC. Um, they know the movies, you know, but they don't they don't read Batman, Superman, X Men, right? Spider Man. They don't they don't read those comic books anymore. But they they actually like they're getting their their manga, you know, from anime, but also from manga. They're reading those. Those are like huge sellers. And again, that's worldwide. That's not that's not just in this country, and it's not just Japan. It's it's in France. It's in all of all, all over Europe. Like it's crazy. Like at, every kid I see, like I'll, I'll talk to them about these things, and and they're all in they're all into manga. And so I mean, here's just... a here's a hypothetical possibility for you then. Yeah. Whatever's making manga, everything you're describing now is what Marvel and DC will get their head out of their butt and start doing. You know, that kind of example, you know, I think we'll die with LCS is still existing. That's, yeah, I don't, that's I, just my opinion. Maybe, but I don't know if they'll be selling Marvel and DC comics anymore. I don't know that. Well, I don't obviously know either. You just asked my opinion. I'm just yeah, yeah. I mean, my opinion is I'm not, I'm not. You're worried. Way, I'm not in any way convinced of that. Yeah. I'm totally convinced of it because I think it's a great thing, and that's not just because I love it. I think it's uh, I think it's great for multiple reasons, and it'll continue, and people will figure for a way to for a way to it for it to continue. You know, I, I think that the moves that they're making are completely counterintuitive to that. Like all the moves that they've been making for the last twenty years are completely counterintuitive. They keep making it more expensive. They keep making it more niche. They've gone all direct market. You can barely get them anywhere other than the direct market. Yeah. Um, the sections, the sections at the places like Barnes and Noble keep shrinking while the manga sections keep growing. Yeah, I, 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 I think that there is a, a want for that kind of thing, but right now Japan's just absolutely destroying us on it. And yeah, you know, without having, I, I think that I think that Marvel and DC part of their big problem is that they they don't care about their comic books anymore they they care about the other things that they're making a lot of money off of which are movies and t-shirts and posters and toys right are the things that they're actually making money off of and they don't really care that much and they're not paying people very good money to make these things anymore creators understand that working for marvel and dc is a uh not a very good proposition they don't have a will to create new things for them because they know that you know they've seen generation after generation of creators get screwed yeah. out of their out of their creations and so they'll either do it themselves or you know basically they'll do it themselves like why would why would anyone want to create something for for warner brothers or disney um to barely get anything out of it i you know they so they i think they put in minimal effort i think they the, the creators, I mean, I think they put in minimal effort hoping to get something that they can eventually make their own. Um, when they do create things, they're just they just take the, the same thing and change it a little bit. They'll make a new Green Lantern or a new Flash or a new Spider-Man. But, you know, to actually come up with something original and unique, I think they save that for themselves. And that's that's a problem 
again because they they've seen they've seen the way um, creators of the past have gotten uh, ringed, yeah. <laughs> so to speak. You know, like yeah, uh, I, d- I definitely hear you, and I I don't I don't disagree with any of that. <clears throat> All I'm saying is, since you're right about everything you're saying, uh-huh. it will eventually have a counter effect of someone getting their head out of their butt and changing. Is all but, but why? I guess why do you think that um, that these multinational? Well, why do you think? Why would you think that Walt Disney Corporation is like a multinational corporation that makes a billion dollars on a single film would care enough about these little pamphlets that you know at in their best days it was sort of like a small business in a way. Um, mm-hmm. You know why would they care about the uh, the the little bit of money that they can make off of that versus all the other things that they're making so much money on? Um, because I still to, think... enough to put the enough to put the 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 work into it. Because I still think money's money, even even if it's less money, and as long as there's money to be made, they'll want to even if it's less. Because because I'm waiting for that. <laughs> yeah, right. No, I'm, and I'm waiting for that too. You know, it's you know this this is kind of uh, a a small point, but I hope I'm I'm just trying to make my point to you is when I started this when I started my lawn care company, everybody I knew were like, "What are you doing? It's a joke," you know. Um, and and basically it was because I couldn't make much money. Like there's so many other things I could do in their opinions that could make more money kind of in my field, you know, outside landscaping kind of work, stuff like that. You know, why are you going to do lawn care? It's expensive to get into. It's expensive to maintain profit margin small, uh-huh. but you know, I do it because I love it. <clears throat> and you know, I'm, I'm particularly, uh, I'm good at it. I don't, you know, exactly know how to say that, but, but, you know, so I think transfer that to, you know, even though the same people may own the rights to the movies that are doing the comics and stuff, and why would they do the other? But I think the answer is, like I said, simply put, it's money's money. You're going to make money. You keep making it in every facet, even if it's less here, you just don't stop doing that because hypothetically, if the next Marvel movie they put out is going to make them 500 million and and if they figure out the comic book industry and that'll only make them 1 million it's still 1 million cuz if they stop doing the comic books they're not going to do more with the movies they're going to do they're going to push the movie envelope as far as cash flow is concerned as far as it can go regardless whether comics exist or not so as long as there's money to be made in comics, they'll still keep doing that because that'll be more money. You know what I mean? That's what that kind of concept, you know? Why don't you work for True Green anymore? Because they suck. Why? Oh, I shouldn't I shouldn't say that. Because <laughs> they're bad. We can't. We don't want to have a boring lawn care conversation. But I could give you, if you want to talk about it privately, I could give you a dozen reasons they suck and all my customers agree and you know, so you, you decided that it was better not to work for the big. They were like a big corporation, yeah. Yeah, perfect example. That, that I, I see where you're going with this, and it's a perfect example. I was making more money at True Green than I'm making now. No joke. And you decided to go independent and do your own thing rather than get screwed over by True Green. 
Yeah, but guess what? Trugan will keep making money and they'll keep doing it. Even though, you know what? I, I argue they lose money every year and they keep doing it. Why do they keep doing it? Because it's still money to them. What's well, the only thing they have? True Green, True Green's owned by Sir, True Green's owned by Service Master, who owns like five different companies, all as big as True Green. Oh, is that right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I thought so I thought your, your example. I thought your example was a good example of why comic creators don't want to work for Marvel and DC anymore. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, no, no. I knew where you go. Yeah, no. Yeah. So anyway, so yeah, there's that. Um. So, <laughs> I I got one last I got one last thing we can close this out on. I think this is a wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, Patrick. What do you think of True Green? <laughs> <laughs> this is the first I'm hearing of this True Green. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't your dad have True Green still, Johnny? Oh my goodness, I don't know. Didn't you say some some lawn care company takes care of the haunted house, right? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know I if thought it's you them said, or not. Uh, it might be. It might be. I know they're up here. Yeah. I get their commercial. I get their commercials from time to time on YouTube. No, oh, I still get them too. I, I yeah. still get their their card, their postcards, and 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 them telemarketing me to sign up for. I can get my yard taken care of for thirty bucks. Do you ever? Do you ever? Do you ever go to their um, like their YouTube page and try and look up the ads on there? Like <laughs> no. you, you can do that with some things, and then you can comment on them. No. You could do that. I, I still have a lot of friends with True Green, though. I, I'm, I'm still pretty connected to True Green, actually. Okay. Okay. But anyway, um, so the last thing, this was kind of uh, to, to end this on a personal note. Uh, I was curious uh, because the last two or three weeks have been a little bit off, off kilter for me. I, I don't know. It's pretty typical for me for holiday time. You know, it's kind of hard to get back on the horse you know, after you take time off and then especially down here in Virginia, we get a snowstorm and it gives us an extra week off. So, you know, I've basically been off for three weeks. I'm hopefully, you know, with, depending on the snow today, I'm hopefully going to get back to work tomorrow, but I don't know. But anyway, I've been out for three weeks. So it's kind of really taking me out of rhythm. Like I kind of had a, uh, you know, uh, an itinerary that was kind of, you know, it was loose, you know, nothing real specific every day for me regarding geek culture things like you know i had a plan you know i want to i want to get up and and uh read a comic in the morning i started um, reading books again and reading books at night before i go to bed and then i actually have made lists for myself okay tuesdays i'm going to you know get a new game going and on saturdays once a month i want to get a game going I want to make it to Exceller for at least an hour Monday through Friday to do some organizing there. Kind of like, a, you know, like I said, like an itinerary for myself with geek culture as to stay on. Because, you know, I got myself pulled in five different directions. You know, we got obviously Exceller and all the things that it is. You know, I'm into tabletop games a lot. I'm into Star Wars a lot. I obviously want to keep up in my movies and my shows. I want to read my comics. I got to organize all this stuff as I collect it. So I kind of feel like I have to have an itinerary to keep on keep up on everything that's pulling me in different directions. So I was just curious uh, to ask you guys, um, 
do you have anything like that to where, uh, Patrick, you mentioned one time back in the day, I think it was when you were talking, you were worked at Armco where you, you won, you took, you always intended to take one comic a day to read to lunch at lunch, uh, with your, you know, when you're eating your lunch or whatever, do you guys have any kind of, uh, planned agendas for yourself that you'd like to, okay, I'd like to do that this week or this day or whatever. Anything like that? Go ahead, Patrick. <laughs> uh, not, I mean, not really. I mean, I try, I try to remember to read something because the backlog just gets bigger and bigger, you know? Right. Uh, I guess just to try to keep up better and you know, I, I really got to organize, you know, I, it's tough. I really got to do it. Um, but no, no agenda. More, more like New Year's resolution to be more organized and read more, I guess. Gotcha. But no real actual way to do that. Just kind of making it happen somehow. Kinda. No, I just kind of try to read something at the end of the day before I go to bed. But it doesn't always happen. But that's, yeah. that's really what I try to do. Yeah. How about you, John? Well, um, because I only get back issues now, it's really easy for me to dip in and out right. as I please. Um, uh-huh. So right now, I'm because I have so much other stuff going on, conveniently, I'm not forced to sort of stay in it. Right. I, do, I do try to keep up um, because I, I sort of got into listening to true crime stuff recently. Um, so I have to remind myself to go back and check out like at least what's going on in the in the comic book news you know yeah just to sort of stay involved in it even if i'm not buying anything or reading anything per se Uh, did you listen to jesse's podcast by the way no you have to um hook me up with the link to that okay okay i will it's Um, really good yeah okay anyway go ahead um yeah, so that's that's it. I mean, like it's it's again, it's really easy. I I can just stop buying, <laughs> and I, I it's not like I miss anything, right? Yeah. Um, and I don't necessarily have to read anything, you know. I'm sort of just filling in runs and buying individual things, so it's not like, you know, I'm missing the new the new the new things. So basically, every day for both anyway. every day for both of y'all then is just. Get your sleep, get your work done, and then whatever fancies your fancy every day, you just do it. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, see, I suck that way. Cause I, and, I, and as you guys are both talking, you know, maybe the difference with me is I do have so many things that are pulling me in so many different directions. I kind of feel like I, I, you know, to stay on top of it, which I want to do. It's, I don't want to make it sound like I feel like – there's some force <laughs> forcing me to stay on top of it. It's just I want to stay on top of the latest tabletop games. And, of course, I want to stay on top of the latest comics. So I feel like the only way I can do that. And I want to stay on top of the latest movies, all of my hobbies. So the only way to do that is to do it with an agenda. But, you know, so. Yeah. Um, you know, I have you you've been buying you, you still buy the new stuff. Have you bought any old old comics recently oh yeah yeah i've been uh i've been filling up my star wars and spawn i'm still working on that so yeah yeah Yeah. i bought um the the one that i bought um 
I guess the only one I bought really, I, I got a couple art germ books again, you know, covers, but, um, like the one Vampirella one, but, um, the, the one issue of, uh, detective comics. And I can't remember the, the, uh, the, the, the issue number, but it's, it's a real early appearance of Batgirl, uh, where okay. she has like, she has like a, a runner in her stocking. Okay. And, uh, on, on the on the cover, and and it actually like gave me the idea for the the question about um, the question about whether or not we'll look back at sort of the you know the the all new all different. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, because because as as I as I uh, as I look at that you know, 1960s Batman Batgirl issue. It's, 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 it's weird. I mean, you know, she, she's not going to fight crime because she has a runner in her stocking, but like, <laughs> but, but like, you know, she's wearing a costume like Batman's Batman never said, Robin, I, I have a runner. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, but, but it's, it's, um, but I love it, you know. It's it's ridiculous, but I love it. So I, I just that's sort of what I was getting at, I guess, is I wonder if sort of this era of comics right now will, will be looked at that way. Like how ridiculous these people were, but Gotcha. You know, by a future generation where they'll think we were ridiculous, but still love it. So that's the only comic you've picked up this week? Uh, that's the only comic I picked up like this month. Detective yeah. three seventy one. 371 is that what it is yeah i like that. that's a nice cover like isn't it. it yeah i love it so much <laughs> it's so ridiculous <laughs> though. but i love it so much i was actually surprised i didn't already have it like i i've looked at it so many times over the years who's the artist never never uh oh, it's the same artist as did the uh, original one what's his name uh Infantino. yeah it, yeah Infantino. Infantino. yep yep yeah he's the original batgirl uh artist have you picked up anything besides for your regular DCBS order this week, Patrick? Uh, I got one issue of uh, Sweet Paprika by Marco Andolfo that I had missed, and I also got a statue this week. That was the only. That was the two things that came in this week. Where'd you get them from? eBay. Uh, eBay and and the statue was from Sideshow. I used to be. I used to get a lot of statues and from Sideshow, and I had some credits and the statue. It's it's going on two years since it went into production, and it finally showed up this week. So, what is it? It's uh, there's a, a creator by the name of Chris Sanders who worked on Lilo and Stitch and How to Train Your Dragon. Uh, okay, he's like, a, he's like an animator. Uh, okay, artist. and it's it's a uh, it's called the Pumpkin Witch. It's a it's a cute girl. In a Halloween get-up, you know, tombstone behind her with a cat, and okay, it, it's 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 really it looks a lot it looks a lot uh, it's Disneyfied, I guess. There's a lot of Disney influence there. Okay, I've never bought anything from them. That's awesome. They're so expensive now. I, oh, yeah, I know that's yeah, why I, that's I, why I never bought anything from them. They, yeah, they I, just, love, yeah, I they love just them. Keep getting more and more expensive statues, and they've sort of priced me out, but. If I see something that really grabs me, but plus, like I said, I had a credit. I had like a seventy dollars credit build up, so I went ahead and went for this one. 
that's an interesting choice with your uh, with the other options you could get from her or from uh, from sideshow. You know, that you'd get her. You know, what other sideshows do you have if you could name a couple? How uh, they they did they did the series of versus statues probably like yeah. 10, fifteen years ago. I have like uh, three of the X Men versus statues. Uh, I have the Hulk versus Spider-Man versus yeah. uh, I, I've considered selling that thing because it goes for some big money now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's so cool. Yeah, they're awesome. Is the pumpkin witch, uh, what size is she? She's sort of small. She's probably about a foot tall. Oh, wow. And you had a $70 credit and she was still expensive? Yeah, she was like 270 or something like that. Jeez. Yeah, like, yeah that but back in the crazy. back in the day that statue probably would have been like 125 or 150. Right. Yeah, that's what I was thinking, yeah. Yeah. Which is back when we me and Mike used to collect statues a lot too. That's what they were priced at, yeah. You can still I get statues them. at that but not sideshow. <clears throat> well, and smaller too. Every statue yeah. I see now is at least over two hundred bucks. That size is over two hundred bucks. Yeah. No, no, I was telling you those ones I get are like you know between like seventy five and 100, 110, 120. Yeah, you know, but you said they're smaller, think, didn't you? No, they're like a foot. I think that one of those DC Direct. Unfortunately, I think you know DC Direct's gone now. Yeah, they might have been. Um, I'm not sure, but yeah, there's, I mean, there's statues and they're, yeah, they're, they're like that same size, Kev. Okay. You know, me and Mike, uh, we're talking about your black canary. Yeah. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, that seemed like an interesting choice for you too. Are you, uh, more into black canary than we're aware or does, did Kirsty just, that was her choice and that's really, wasn't I must own. have, see, she asked me for like a list of ones that I like. Mm -hmm. it was on the list so i liked it and i do like it i'm not really yep. in the black canary necessarily but it was um, just the statue itself more than black canary yeah itself. yeah i thought it was cool looking and it, it goes with the other ones nicely gotcha gotcha it's okay. cool she's yeah, got a, she's got a uh, she's got a megaphone that's cracked it's all broken uh -huh. on purpose broken because she's black canary and she screamed through it i guess <laughs> right 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 all right, fellas. Well, we've officially broken a record for the longest podcast ever, which is kind of ironic without Mike, but that shows how awesome Patrick is. Wow. <laughs> Patrick if you, Patrick couldn't shut up this whole time. It's hard to get a word in. <laughs> well, Parson, that's part of it. And then the other part of it is he kept it flowing because whenever we would usually be stuck and just move on and skip a subject because we couldn't remember something we needed to remember from the past to continue. Patrick interjected and just landed it and just kept yeah. moving on. It was awesome. Yeah. Patrick is a wealth of knowledge. Yes. <laughs> well, plus I'm, uh, I'm, I'm, new, I'm new to this, so you know, just be prepared. I'll just be blathering on and on from here on out. Yeah, okay, sounds good. <laughs> you won't be able to shut me up. <laughs> All right, uh, Johnny, the famous... Uh, uh, recap. Why don't you oh. uh, try to nail that? Oh, the recap. Okay, okay. Uh, action comic is action comics is more uh, important than amazing fantasy. Uh, the art world is shady. Mike Zek shouldn't be uh, making money off of something that he already sold, but he should be getting more new work. Uh, public domain should happen earlier. Ghostbusters is flawless. 
uh, July 3rd, 2023. I just need to remember that date, so I put it in the notes. Uh, Naomi is a show. Peacemaker was good, but not fa- not a family show. Not very fam- family friendly. Uh, Batman and Robin is Kevin's fault. Kevin's, <laughs> Kevin's statements regarding True Greens do not reflect the opinion of Exceller. They are his own opinions. <laughs> All right, nice. <laughs> nice. <laughs> All right, um, so that'll do it. And uh, don't forget, and actually, I want—I have to say this before I say the outro, too. So when I end this podcast, it's just going to hang up on you guys. There's a few yeah. other issues that we got to work out with this kink, because it was nice to be able to end the podcast and then talk to you guys for a couple seconds and then say goodbye to you all separately. But with this new way we're doing it today, it's going to hang up on you. So I'm just going to say bye to you now, and it was great. I'm going to call uh, you back after this. Okay, cool. Okay. <laughs> but then thank you again so much for participating, Patrick. And I hope we can continue to do this every week. Yeah, so. it, was, it was great to have you, Pat. Thanks. Sounds good. All right. So don't forget that appreciating great art is awesome. And reading a great story is fun. So why not pick up a comic book and do both? Excel her out. <laughs>